I want to thank you for making my pillow 2.0 a huge success. Now I'm bringing it to you for the lowest price ever. Get a queen size for only $39.98 with your promo code. My pillow 2.0 is made with my patented adjustable fill. Plus, we've infused the fabric with our temperature regulating technology. You combine that with our brand new Mattress Topper 2.0, and I guarantee you, you get the best sleep of your life. It's the perfect time to get the MyPillow 2.0s for your friends, family, and everyone you know. They truly make the best Christmas gifts ever. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to save 50%. Get your queen size MyPillow 2.0, Regularly $79.96, now only $39.98, and king size just $5 more. From all of us at MyPillow, Merry Christmas and God bless. MyPillow.com Good Morning America is brought to you by Pfizer. CBS Health Watch, sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360, brought to you by Pfizer. ABC News Nightline, brought to you by Pfizer. Making a difference, brought to you by Pfizer. CNN Tonight, brought to you by Pfizer. Early start, brought to you by Pfizer. Friday night on Aaron Burnett out front. Brought to you by Pfizer. This week with George Stephanopoulos is brought to you by Pfizer. Today's countdown to the royal wedding is brought to you by Pfizer. And now a CBS Sports update brought to you by Pfizer. Meet the press. Data download. Brought to you by Pfizer. This portion of CBS This Morning sponsored by Pfizer. On how to find the hidden sugars in the American family diet. Sponsored by Pfizer. Bill Gates' advice on how to combat mistrust in science at 60MinutesOvertime.com. Sponsored by Pfizer. You really need to get vaccinated. You know, COVID vaccines are now available for children five years and older. And the more people who get them, the better we're going to be able to help stop the spread of COVID. Previously on The Pete Santilli Show... Netanyahu says he would block Biden post-war plan, blah, blah, blah. There is a battle that's going on. As you can imagine. It's heating up. You have the left and the right, okay, here mm-hmm. in the United States of America. Mm-hmm. They have, now forget about the religion, right, of Judaism, right? Mm-hmm. Forget, just set that aside. Uh, we, we have... A nation of Israel, right in the middle of the freaking caliphate, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they have a left, they have a right, uh, just like we do. Uh, and, and right now, the left and right is battling it out, of course. Uh, mm-hmm. Netanyahu is on the right, of course, right? Let me raise this up. Here it is. Um, So there they are. Biden warns Israel is losing international support. It's this narrative scripting that began when, of course, 
the Muslim Brotherhood supporting mm -hmm. Barack Obama. Remember the tens of millions of dollars, okay, mm -hmm. that was funneled through Muslim charities and then passed through the Department of Treasury for humanitarian support of the Palestinians, mm -hmm. right? And they said, oh, okay, we can take this money from your Muslim charities and then we can distribute it and the Treasury signed off on it and basically handed tens of billions of dollars to organizations that were in Israel, or not Israel, in Gaza. Mm -hmm. And guess who was running those organizations in Gaza? Uh, Hamas. Hamas. Hamas should be an acronym, shouldn't yeah. it? We're going to take this place back by storm, all right? You're going to hear something and I want you to pay particular attention. To Coy Griffin. He's going to say a couple of things. Number one, right out of the gates, he's going to send a message to President Trump as to what we need to do. We cannot go into 2024 without having fixed 2020, number one. Number two, Coy Griffin knows some people and some things, and you need to listen closely, all right? Don't trust the plan, trust this that we could not go into 2024 without having a whole bunch of us really pissed off, and we are. I'm here today to make sure that the House Committee's illegitimate investigations of my family do not proceed on distortions, manipulated evidence, and lies. And I'm here today to acknowledge that I've made mistakes in my life and wasted opportunities and privileges I was afforded. For that, I'm responsible. For that, I'm accountable. And for that, I'm making amends. But I'm also here today to correct how the MAGA right has portrayed me for their political purposes. I am first and foremost a son, a father, a brother, and a husband from a loving and supportive family. I want the jab, I really do. It's just the rest of my family's in the Finger Lakes right now. I'm supposed to be in the Finger Lakes right now. I told him I was on a hike, snuck away to do this interview. I gotta get back pretty soon, don't worry. People disappear in the Finger Lakes. They're exploiting the mental incapacity of their so-called loved one mm. uh, very lovingly uh, uh very very lovingly of course allowing dad to take the steering wheel of the jumbo jet known as the united states of america knowing full well he does not have the mental capacity to be doing anything more than staring at a freaking mural of birds in an alzheimer's <laughs> facility on lockdown mm -hmm. okay this guy is a disaster. Hunter Biden uh, is, I would say, at minimum, should be uh, accused of elder abuse. It's elder abuse. He's always right there at his dad's side, knowing full well. And and by the way, how do we know this? Because they make commentary behind the scenes like, oh my goodness, uh, he's a freaking mess, but let's just prop him up. Now, Hunter Biden, the CIA asset, uh, is guiding that process. And I'm sure he's being rewarded as he is always. The guy's running around free, a free man Check. with lots of money. Check. And he spends it on freaking hookers.
is our common bond truly? Freedom. Freedom. Without freedom, you can't be a Christian no matter what denomination you belong to. You can't be a Buddhist. You can't own a donut shop. You can't drive from here to Oregon. You can't be an American because that's what it's all about. And it's the only thing that it's all about. Nothing else. Nothing else. It's about freedom. There's a time to pray and there's a time to stand. said click click boom and then i said a whole bunch of stuff about how we need to go do things that the secret service would try to stop to buy uh, but since he it, was not no, talking that i didn't way. say that no, no. oh the secret service doesn't uh, know what i was saying anyways the secret service uh <laughs> is probably more focused on covering up the crimes of the biden family like cocaine in the freaking coat room yeah, yeah stuff like that they're busy it's part of their job they're off doing things yeah right yeah uh so what i was saying while we were on mute is that um we are n no doubt about it we're no doubt about it mm-hmm we are in trouble, but we'll get to our top news headline. First thing I need to do, let's get settled in. This mm -hmm. show is not brought to you by Pfizer. No. Okay. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I, I want to ask you to, I want to appeal to you. I know it's, you know, it's Christmas time and, and, you know, we got to, uh, we have diversity, equity, and inclusion of all of our family, right? And we need to take your wealth and spread it out among your family members, right? Yeah. Um, is that what they call it? Diversity, equity, and inclusion? Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways. <laughs> Something uh, like that. We, we, uh, I don't know uh, what we, they're calling it today. We will not survive without your support. Just know that. And mm -hmm. right now we're not surviving because we're not getting the support that we need to just pay the light bills. Okay. Mm -hmm. there, there's a difference. I mean, we have an audience that's growing by leaps and bounds. Leaps. But if I don't tell you that if you don't support us, we go away, then. We, don't, we're, we just don't get the support. I could literally run this stream. I think that's a way that you know, everybody just hides and says, well, we don't need to support him because he's doing an interview and he's not looking. That's what everybody does. When I do interviews, poof, everybody's gone. They go on breaks. They're walking the dogs. They're feed, watering plants. They're doing a pizza, <laughs> pizza immersed. And well, what's really, what's really bad about that is, is your interviews are the most important parts of our shows. That's yeah. where all the information comes from, right? And everybody's gone. They all, boom, mm -hmm. they all go away and, right? Everybody goes. Well, not everybody. A couple not everybody. thousand usually so like Pete's doing an interview and he can't yell at me, so I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to go hide. Just kidding. <laughs> no, ladies and gentlemen, on a serious note, uh, we survive by your support. I need your support. We're, we're not going to make it through the month right now because we're literally having to go back in debt from last month. Okay. Mm. And guess what? 
Um, Deb and I, and, and it's a very, very small gathering, small function. Um, we're going to be getting, we're going to be doing something. <laughs> what? Why are you laughing is it at me? that hard for you to say? No, I didn't say All that. of a sudden, is it hard for no, you I, to say? No, I want to make it more spectacular and grandiose. There? Uh, Deb Jordan, um, already a Marine by injection, oh, will boy. become uh, Italian. Huh? <laughs> she's going to be, she's Italian. Oh, boy. Right? Yeah. Let's put it that way. Let's put it this way. In Italian, we call it the Jabberini. The Jabberini? Yeah, the Jabberuski. Oh, no. You know, when you're, right? <laughs> oh, no. You get the jab from Pete Santelli. Oh, jeez. Huh? The quiet. Daily Sausage. No, man. Be what? Quiet. That's a publication. What's wrong with that? You're terrible. What? You're just awful. Yeah. You What's the difference that? between me and Hunter Biden? What? Is I don't need to be on crack to get it a uh, uh, foot job from an Asian. Oh my God! What? <laughs> You're crazy, right? Is now. that did that just come out of my mouth? It did, Pete. I did. Did, did I just say that? You did, and it's awful. Huh? You said you did, and it's awful. Is that terrible? Yeah, not good. That's so true, Pete. <laughs> says Robert Hafey. Of course, Bulldog he's just told me to slap you and slap me. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I Deb, will on the brand. Deb Jordan. Her name will go away. We're going to have to change all the graphics. Yeah. To what? To Santilli. You going to hyphenate? No, I don't think so. I mean, I'm not that famous. You're the famous one. Famous. Yeah. I'm not famous. Yeah. You are. No, I'm not. I'm not. See, sassy by. lady said, when okay. we two get married, we are all going to celebrate. We And it's happening. Uh, it is happening in mid-January. I'm not going to give the exact dates just because we got a zig and zag. Mm -hmm. um, Deb, and, Deb Jordan and I, uh, Deb has, has basically forced me to marry her. Oh, that is not even just true. Just kidding. I'm just joking. That was, that is We're not, not going to talk about so. the personal way in which that came about, but... <laughs> It, the the timing it the timing of it all uh, is absolutely appropriate and perfect. Yeah. Okay. Um, it is. So uh, please, if you guys could, uh, I don't want uh, Deb to divorce me because of financial freaking distress. A lot of a lot of marriages <laughs> get broken up, and uh, I'm going to come right out of the gate saying, "Oh my God, I Deb, how are you? Welcome. You just inherited a freaking broke dude." Dude, huh? let me tell you something. Mm. You know, I stayed with you when we had absolutely nothing. And I mean nothing. No, you didn't. <laughs> look at Patriot 4. Look at that. Congratulations, $20. Uh, oh, our star? You know, hey, by the way, this is not begging. By the way, how come nobody's saying that Tucker, that Tucker Carlson is out there begging for, you know, for donations and subscriptions? He doesn't have to. He doesn't have to. You know yeah. why? Uh, He's got big corporate sponsors. That's why. He doesn't. That's not true. He is. He doesn't? No. Mm -mm. What's no. he doing? Being like self-sufficient or something? He is. Yeah. Uh, as a matter of fact. Well, he's a uh, gazillionaire. He is. He's a gazillionaire. We started out. Uh, we started out broke. But all right. Listen, let's let's refocus. You ready? Mm-hmm. Um, 
Uh, I was I was thinking of doing it yesterday, but I'll probably get it out by today. Okay. Oh, good. I am going to. All right, and there's a way that we can give you a return on your investment, and I have to. Okay, I have to. Oh my goodness! One time I took like a freaking high interest rate, you know, loan like few few months back. Mm-hmm. It was so outrageous. If I told you guys, it's like a loan sharking type thing. Um, just to make ends meet. But here's what I want to tell you. Um, would you guys rather have me go to our angel investors? Like if, uh, anybody that has $1,000 or more to invest in us, right? Um, I'd rather be in debt to our viewership <laughs> versus in debt to a bunch of credit card companies or whatever, like in the past. I don't want to do that. So I'm going to uh, offer an opportunity if um, anybody that has a thousand dollars or more to invest in us get a return on your investment I've got the paperwork to do it to make it legal right mm-hmm. um, you guys invest in us uh, and then you know if, if I if I give you a 20% return on the investment right on a thousand dollars more money than you're making if you get a thousand dollars squirrel squirreled away right so you can invest in us and then uh, I'm gonna offer up as we grow um, a return on your investment. Does that sound fair, uh, Deb Jordan? Would you rather do it with our listenership than a stupid freaking credit card company? (laughs) Seriously, Uh, right? You know, know? I just just appreciate everybody investing in us. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, I really need you to, you guys. We're not gonna make it without your support to tell you Mm -hmm. that we're crashing and burning. Join the dollar brigade. I mean, if we got a dollar, I mean, imagine the other day we had like 60,000 viewers, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and I, I ended up with a box of corn nuts. Not even that. It was, it was, my, uh, it was my, my fasting day. Mm-hmm. Um, Tucker made millions at Fox News. He did. He did. Thankfully, he saved his money. He's millions pretty conservative. And millions. millions and millions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we haven't had that luxury. Uh, and he was over there selling, you know, big pharma. All right. Mm-hmm. Keep the show rolling. All right. Uh, if uh, I'm going to be sending out an alert, okay, for angel investors that are interested in investing and getting a return. Um, my goodness, I'd like to pay back everybody we owe money to. Uh, like, I don't even have enough supporters right now uh, between locals and Rumble to say that our monthly recurring expenses is covered by we the people. Mm. I don't. And so that can change right now. You can do it by subscribing to us on Rumble. Mm-hmm. You can do it by subscribing to us on Locals, right? Yeah. Uh, PeteSantilli.Locals.com. Uh, and by the way, on Locals, on Locals, I'm giving away a free month just to kick the tire and see what goes on. We got the streams open in the evening. You get to tune into our interview backstage. So go to PeteSantilli.Locals.com forward slash support. Enter promo code Trump to get get a free month, join us, and then we can calculate whether or not we're going to exist in business. We'll be right back. Right after our first break here. I'm 
excited to announce that we're having our biggest Christmas sale ever. You get our brand new six-piece My Towels for only $29.98 or rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper as low as $99.99. Or how about MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98? There's something for everyone. Duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. Well, I know MyPillow products make for the perfect Christmas gifts, so I'm going to extend my money-back guarantee until March 1st, 2024. So go to MyPillow.com now or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get huge discounts on all MyPillow products. For example, you get our six-piece towels for only $29.98 or get your very own MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98. It's our biggest Christmas sale ever. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last. Are you prepared for life's unexpected twists and turns? Lockdowns, natural disasters, power outages, or any situation that makes it tough to get your hands on a good meal. Time waits for no one, and neither do emergencies. PetePrepStore.com is the ultimate in long-term emergency food preparedness and supplies. You're not just buying food, you're buying peace of mind. Our meals are designed to be nutritious, delicious, and have a 25-year shelf life. Yes, you heard that right. 25 years. We source high-quality non-GMO ingredients and use advanced freeze-drying technology to lock in taste and nutrients. Forget last-minute runs to the grocery store. Pete Prep Store is a click away and delivers right to your doorstep. Why risk the well-being of you and your loved ones? With Pete Prep Store, you're always prepared. Make the smart choice today. Visit PetePrepStore.com and place your order today. This isn't just food, it's your lifeline in times of crisis. Don't wait for an emergency to prepare. Be proactive. PetePrepStore.com. Be prepared. Be secure. Be ready. Always. Hi, I'm Ron Paul. I know what you're thinking. Another gold commercial. But don't put the TV on mute. You owe it to yourself to listen. Stock markets may be high right now, but they'll eventually fall. And when they do, your retirement savings will fall along with them. Call the experts at Gold Co. today to learn more about how easy it is to invest in gold with a gold IRA. Call 855-614-1681 or visit goldco.com forward slash Pete. Cardio Miracle is the finest and most comprehensive nitric oxide and vitamin D supplement in the world. Made from the highest quality ingredients, Cardio Miracle is driven and backed by science and committed to your health and well being. Get your 60 day, no risk, money back guarantee now at CardioMiracle.com. Listening to the Pete Santilli Show. Pete Santilli telling you the truth, whether you like it or not. Deb Jordan. Yes. Okay. Uh, our uh, top news headline, and I, I couldn't. Um... Oh, shoot. That's a pretty cool one. I didn't show that. I need to show that one. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty cool one. All right. Before we get to our top news headline, uh, I wanted to headline with 
with the following. Um, Vivek Ramaswamy. This guy is incredible. He's incredible. Uh, you know, you know what's incredible is that he has been able to chisel uh, the truth through the mainstream media. I mean, his his messaging and his ramrodding uh -huh. uh, of of the truth, yeah, is is remarkable. Do you know what I like about him? What is the clip that you're getting ready to show? He does not allow the. Um, the CNN lady, I forget what her name is. He doesn't, he does not allow her to shut him down, right? He just keeps talking. He ignores her. And, you know, I kind of like that. It's kind of like what Trump does too. He does the same thing. Um, do we trust Ramaswamy just yet? Oh. I think he's got, wait a minute. Yeah. Let me just say, I think he's got a little ways to go, mm. right? Um, I think he's he's got. Uh, I don't go by the individual though. Yeah, but his message he's he's on point on messaging. Mm. But do we trust that it's not just a you know it's just not another politician who's a great actor and can mm. like Obama? A lot of people compare him to Obama, and we had to pay attention to that gut feeling, right? That somebody new comes on the the stage and they you know uh, i will tell you this he is by far better than any other candidate in the, on the debate stage and in the media and his uh the way the just the way he interacts with the public too it's if you've ever watched any of his side videos of him out on boots on the ground He's he's very personable yeah. with people too. Um, yes. So, but, uh, but mm -hmm. I don't blame people. You know, I mean, people should. This is so important. It's so important that we get this right. People should be on guard for somebody like Ramaswamy. Yeah. And I think he, but, if he is who he says he is, he would understand that. Now, uh, I want I want you to know. Uh, that our, our top news headline uh, was supposed to be this. But an even bigger thing, but it's going to require more of a discussion. All right. Mm -hmm. And I think the best way to segue into the discussion is to go to uh, our interview with Dr. Ehrenfeld, who is, I'm, I'm going to say this, I've done a lot of background and research. Mm -hmm. um, I've done a lot. Mm -hmm. She is not only the foremost expert on all things George Soros, she published a book that was so heavily scrutinized. I mean, she couldn't have even gotten it out there at all if she didn't pass uh, muster with the attorneys and the publishing houses on George Soros. Mm -hmm. The citations she put in her book were unbelievable. So George Soros is kind of like a, uh, a head of a multi-headed -head snake. Um we have to talk about that. But this this uh, impeachment inquiry, mm -hmm. um, this impeachment inquiry, I think is going to set off something that nobody's really going to expect. And you can see it shaping up. For instance, uh, let, me, let me give you just one example. Uh, Zelensky went to um, went to Washington, D.C. Now, the posturing that's going on behind the scenes with NATO and mm -hmm. the EU and all this crap that's going on, they're ready to go to freaking war with Russia. Mm -hmm. uh, they're, they're, they're gearing up to do this, right? So yeah. would you say that it's easy for Joe Biden to say, oh, forget about these Republicans and the money that's fallen. That's just a temporary mm -hmm. stop, right?
yeah. uh, because we're actually uh, on the front doorstep of World War III. And once that thing kicks off, then we have to open up the floodgates of money. Yeah. So you're going to basically lose, you know, a little bit here in the next coming months. But I got the EU, NATO, everybody lined up, ready to go. We're going to kick the crap out of Russia, right? Yeah. Really, I'm making this up. But if you look at the reality, okay, it's not a conspiracy theory that, um, uh, that NATO is getting ready to go to war. It's not a conspiracy theory. Mm -hmm. They're doing it. They're posturing. This is uh, before Zelensky even got there. They're already posturing for that. Mm -hmm. They're looking at putting troops on the ground. So the Republicans are sitting there. They're banging pots and pans. You got to protect your own border, protect your own border. And Joe Biden and his cabal of globalists are launching something that will really at a certain point will have no choice. Right. Mm -hmm. Do you think a, a lot of this, though, is just political posturing? It's all meaning, political posturing. But, meaning mm. that they just want Russia to think that they would do that, right? Mm. I mean... No. I mean, that's how they do it. Listen, that's how Trump did it. That's how Trump kept everybody from warring one another while he was in office. They mm. People were convinced. Other leaders of other countries, Pete, were convinced that that Donald Trump was nobody to mess with and that he meant what he said and he would carry out his threats, right? You know, I think they see uh, Joe Biden for who he really is. I don't, I don't think Joe Biden has, I don't think he has the wherewithal to go to war. And, and, and I think uh, Putin is, you know, he's hedging that bet, right? He's like, yeah, that guy, he's just all, he's just all talk, no action. They're not actually going to do all this stuff they say they're going to do. So we'll, we shall see, right? I mean, do you think that, do you think that Joe Biden would really go to war with Russia? Do you, I mean, our military, do you think our military is ready for something like that? They uh, haven't, they haven't inducted all of these illegal fighting age men into the military yet here in the United States. Now, is, once they do that, we may have, well, they may be using them for the Civil War, too. So, Baz, thank <laughs> you for the $10 uh, Rumble rant. Thank you so much for that. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Hey, mm. check it out. This is what I say before we get to this. We're, the show is going to roll. You want to stay all the way through. If you don't, if you have to break away, and everybody does, the morning show, right? Mm -hmm. Brandon House referred to me as the, the morning drive guy on Lindell TV. Yeah. Brandon drive. House. That's right. Brandon and Mike, right? People tune us you know, in over in on the West Coast You know what, huh? while they're getting ready for That's work right. and carry us out to their car. Yeah, I, I'm sure he's <laughs> not going to mind me saying so, okay? But uh, mm -hmm. the, the inference was that uh, I have job security for the morning show because there's nefarious characters that want to quote unquote kick me. But yeah, they, that, they they want your spot. Yeah, they want my spot. But guess mm -hmm. what? Uh, that is just uh, because they want to sabotage me. And then guess what they're going to have to do? And this was the discussion. Mm -hmm. Who the hell wants to get up at four o'clock in the morning? <laughs> you know, somebody else would have to get up at four. Uh, oh, yeah. I produce a show at five o'clock in the morning. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I get up some, uh, sometimes, actually, at 2.30 in the morning. Mm -hmm. A Most, lot of times. A lot of times. Who yeah. wants to do that? So that's good job security here in the morning. So mm -hmm. the morning show, it's power packed. You want to uh, tune in all the way through. And mm -hmm. we're going to escalate the amount of content we're bringing with the market update, news headlines, LFA, and then our regular morning show. But right now, guess what? 
This is uh, what I'm calling it. We're now in the danger zone. Why is that? It's true. Looking right next to that evil, evil. Is that even Biden? Is it? Is that it? You know, all you conspiracy theorists out there that have been saying it's a clone? It's got to be. this impeachment inquiry and you hear their backlash like they're they're just telling everybody it's a lie it's a lie it's a lie Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. Uh, the the deep state um, has every bit of incentive to do uh, everything to stop the populist movement from taking the deep state out we get President Trump and he's gonna obliterate I wouldn't be surprised if he'd launched the drone strike against the CIA. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, the CIA, the FBI, the spy agency mm-hmm. known as the, C- the the FBI. So much stuff to say about them. But yeah, um, they, they right now are grasping to hang on to power. They're going to do everything. They even put Ron DeSantis out there. He's got his little freaking uh, little hooch soccer mom wife. That chick is so... Oh. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, man. That chick is so out of control. She's out there calling for fraudulent votes into Iowa caucuses. Well, I don't know if she's exactly calling for fraudulent votes, but it shows you she how... She sent everybody to descend upon Iowa. I, I know, to, to help with the caucus, and they're allowed to do that. They're just not allowed to vote in it. Right. But, here, but here's what it proves, that she is politically immature. She... She did not even realize, and I'm not even sure she told the campaign that she was getting ready to suggest that. Everybody was kind of shocked, but it's the way that she worded it. It was, it, you know, I mean, the, I, I, um, the GOP in Iowa had to put out a statement saying you can't come to Iowa and vote and in the caucus in that way, you know, and they had to go backtrack what they were saying. It just shows how politically immature she and Ron DeSantis really are. And, you know, I know that he was a congressman, but he was one of those congressmen that if somebody hadn't told you that he was a congressman, you would never have known it. He was not, he, he just wasn't, he, he, never, he never got anything passed. None of those things, right? He was kind of, um, he was kind of like a wallflower when he was in Congress. And uh, people in Florida were not happy with him. They did not even know who he was really in Florida. So when he started running for governor, people were like, what, who is this guy? And they'd rather vote for a crackhead than him. That is a fact, right? And until um, Donald Trump put him on the map, he he had no, the guy had no legs in in local politics. People just didn't know who he was really. And so, I mean, it's just like you and I, like our senators here, we don't know them very well, do we? And our congressmen, I mean, you know, but, but, you know, now he just, he did it so quickly. I think he jumped out there. I think he could have spent 2024 or 2023, I'm sorry, um, and 2024 campaigning for Trump, getting himself on the, on the radar, 
letting people know who he was and kept doing what he was doing in um in florida and i think you know he would have been a shoe-in for 2028 um i wouldn't support him now if you if you paid me a million bucks i wouldn't support that guy i just think he's a traitor i think he's a backstabber i think his is you know his wife is just one of these uh one of these soccer moms on steroids you know she gets on the camera and she talks about you know she talks about how she's raising her children and and i mean it's just insanity it just really is and so uh, it is casey um, desantis i think she's you know i don't think she meant anything by it i really don't i don't think that she meant to call for people to come to iowa to to do something illegal but the way she worded it and in yeah. her Political immaturity sure sounded like it, unfortunately, and it made her look really, really dumb. It really did. Yeah. Unfortunately. I agree. All right. Guess mm -hmm. what? A couple quick things. Uh, Dr. Peter McCullough is going to be coming on tonight. All right. Yeah. Uh, if you want to be backstage, uh, I'm also going to offer the opportunity uh, for you to do uh, a Q&A. All right. I'm going to have questions. Uh, it's going to be moderated. Um, I say moderated, you know, it's got to be, you know, a decent question. But you'll have the opportunity during my interview with him to offer up uh, questions to Dr. Peter McCullough. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, it's not going to be it's not going to be wide open. We're not going to spend a half hour. But the only way to do that and that question will be, you know, posed if it's a great question, we'll will allow for a couple of minutes where he'll be able to take your question and mm -hmm. answer the question right into the interview. Uh, to do that, that's for our subscribers only. Backstage, uh, it's going to be uh, tonight, but you got to go to PeteSantilli.locals.com mm -hmm. forward slash support. And by the way, that's a great way. Use promo code Trump, get you a free month, right? Right. Um, kick the tires, and you'll see we're going to do this on a regular basis with our guests, Q&As, all right? Um, PeteSantilli.locals.com forward slash support enter promo code trump get a free month you'll have access it could be it's going to be locked down to subscribers only right so become a subscriber for free uh mm -hmm. but but we're not you know i mean the looky loos and the you know the anonymous people that hide behind their computer and you know consume free content at the expense of everybody else that's called diversity equity and inclusion you know <laughs> um, right the info socialists that exist within the conservative you know, a bunch of people, they just sit there and consume free content. They, I can get it for free on YouTube. Yeah, let me know how that goes for you. Those yeah, guys can't right. even speak. They can't even say the V word, you oh, know. I mean, really. Yeah. Everything you're getting on YouTube now is all geared toward. Facebook, it's shut down for everything. Yeah. YouTube, all it's the all free. It's all geared toward the social aspect and not really the. Yeah. Yeah. Not really okay. the stuff that counts. Did you, speaking uh, of that. I have to go. I did you see the White now. House? Okay. Did you see the video that the White House We're gonna put go out? We're going to go over time right now. Just want you to know that. Go ahead. No, the White House put out what? Oh, the White House put out introducing Joe Biden's, Jill Biden's uh, Christmas displays. Jill it's Biden. It's all gay. Every bit of it is gay. Really? Yeah. It's yeah, wild. Uh, I, I'm going to have some very strong commentary about the communist new world orderite. 
when he was a senator, he spoke of, I have a copy of his speech where he's talking about bringing in the new world order. Mm-hmm. If, if you could have literally taken that speech that Joe Biden gave mm-hmm. and replaced it with George W. Bush, okay? Yeah. And he sounded just like George W. Bush. Mm-hmm. And he was supposedly, you know, he was the smiling Democrat while he was giving speeches like a freaking nail con. Yeah. Swear to you. <laughs> yeah. And then him and his and his geriatric Nancy Pelosi freaking um, nothing. Uh, Jill Biden, she's a little whore, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 he got married to her in a UN chapel. Does anybody know this stuff? You know that little. I think most people don't. Peter. That little black. It looks like that. You know that freaking rock that those smelly freaking global Islamic terrorists circle around. Uh, over there at the Hajj or whatever it is called, right? That'll get you behated. What? That'll get you behated. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Here in America. We're, we're in a stuff jihad. like that, dude. All right. You so, know what? The whole religion of Islam has been politicized. I'm not criticizing the religion of the peaceful, you know, uh, Islamists. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen any. Well, okay. they, they, but they, they need to prop that up, Pete, because they need to keep the chaos going over in the Middle East. And you know that. Yeah, and well, guess the what? United the last States. time I saw the bunch of freaking smelly, shoeless, freaking Palestinian supporters, mm-hmm. okay, uh, circling around that freaking rock, only guys, you know, <laughs> well, women are not allowed. The locusts descended upon the place. They're serving their purpose. Huh? Uh, they're serving their purpose. You know, the Did United- you hear what I just said about yes. the locusts? Did you see it? <laughs> yes. I've seen it. Yeah. But they're serving their purpose in in that respect. They because are. Uh, they're very loud. Uh, BLM has joined them. Uh, sure. All the gays, the LBGTQ, the You're going to hear after this break, when we come back, you're going to hear an interview. All the pink hair commies. Hmm? They're all out there. The women's movement. Yeah. Black Lives Matter, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, went to Gaza to get trained by Hamas. <laughs> yeah. You think I'm joking? You're going to hear about it. We're going to take a break. I don't think you're joking. And then we're going to take a break. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, we're going to we're gonna come back uh, right into a great interview with Dr. Ehrenfeld. You're going to love it. Seriously. She's, I would say, the foremost expert. Yeah, we're in the danger zone. Threatening the deep state by going after Biden, he'll respond by killing hundreds of millions of people. I'm going to tell you that right now. He's already killed hundreds of thousands in the Ukraine. We're in the danger zone. Stay right there. We'll be back. Big interview coming up right after I play you the Ramaswamy body slamming on CNN. Wait till you hear that truth. Twilight spreading out her wings tonight. She got you jumping off the deck, shoving in the overdrive. I'm excited. 
excited to announce that we're bringing back our best offer ever on our original My Slippers. You save $90 a pair with your promo code. And now My Slippers come in even more sizes smaller sizes, larger sizes, wide sizes, and all new styles and colors. Get them for your friends, your family, your neighbors, everyone you know. What makes My Slippers different is my exclusive four layer design that you're not going to find in any other slippers. My Slippers patented layers make them ultra comfortable, extremely durable, and they help relieve stress on your feet. I'm so confident that you and everyone you know are going to love my slippers that I'm extending my 60 day money back guarantee until March 1st, 2024, making them the best Christmas gifts ever. So go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen now. Use your promo code to save $90. That's only $49.98 a pair. Quantities won't last long, so please order now. Are you prepared for life's unexpected twists and turns? Lockdowns, natural disasters, power outages, or any situation that makes it tough to get your hands on a good meal? Time waits for no one, and neither do emergencies. PetePrepStore.com is the ultimate in long-term emergency food preparedness and supplies. You're not just buying food, you're buying peace of mind. Our meals are designed to be nutritious, delicious, and have a 25-year shelf life. Yes, you heard that right. 25 years. We source high-quality non-GMO ingredients and use advanced freeze-drying technology to lock in taste and nutrients. Forget last-minute runs to the grocery store. Pete Prep Store is a click away and delivers right to your doorstep. Why risk the well-being of you and your loved ones? With Pete Prep Store, you're always prepared. Make the smart choice today. Visit PetePrepStore.com and place your order today. This isn't just food, it's your lifeline in times of crisis. Don't wait for an emergency to prepare. Be proactive. PetePrepStore.com. Be prepared. Be secure. Be ready. Always. A voice spoke to me and said, I've got something I want to show you. I was so sure God had talked to me. And I was stunned by what I saw. A direct fulfillment of this over 2,500-year-old prophecy. The United States will stand with Israel. Why haven't I ever seen this before? One third of humanity will die. What do these beasts symbolize? The lion, the bear, the leopard. The combined beast from Revelation 13 represents the end-time government of the Antichrist. Understanding the end time. Duty station was El Toro Marine Base. 
Right. So I was back with fixed wing squadrons, right? Mm-hmm. We had F-18s, F-14 Tomcats, right? And at El Toro Marine Base, if you're a squad, if you have a pilot uh, that goes to Top Gun training, that's at Miramar. Just, you know, just shoot down the 15 freeway, right? Yeah. At Miramar towards San Diego. Mm-hmm. So I was with a special detachment because I was aviation ordinance because obviously, you know, they weapons you know, go with the pilot in the plane and you go down there to Top Gun school. Mm-hmm. And then and then this movie comes out right in the middle of our freaking Top Gun training, which Top Gun training is Top Gun training, right? Right. And it's just, it's a Marine Corps thing. Uh, Navy pilots, right? Marine Corps pilots to go down to Miramar. So I'm at Top Gun school and... You know, and the and the women in uh, Southern California, uh, you know, used to line up to go, you know, meet you know Marines at El Toro Marine Base. Sure. Um, I bet they still do. So I was a young whippersnapper and like really freaking. Sorry, I used to be really good looking, and I've morphed into Shrek. But <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I, I mean, this is it. But people you don't know did this, not. huh? You did. I did. I was a good looking Marine. Still a good looking Marine. uh, You you know, one of my girlfriends, her dad like owned or he was like one of the top executives at, not girlfriend, just some freaking Klingon that was trying to, trying to latch on to, you know. Mm -hmm. To a Marine. To a Marine. I I, I just happened to be one, right? Mm -hmm. She had, you know, a dad that was at uh, Century 21, top level executive, filthy rich, Laguna Niguel, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And I was, I was with her. Can I use her name? No. I can't? No, don't do that. She's a good, good, she was a good girl. Yeah, don't do that though. She was, she was a good girl. But anyways, so Top Gun uh, comes, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Right when I'm, you know, in the Marine Corps, down at Miramar, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Going back and forth, Top Gun school. At that time, we were trying, I got to tell this story, Okay. This is 1987, okay? 1987. You know what we were doing? What? Uh, The equivalent of flying drones, okay? One of the training exercises for Top Gun School was um, uh, aircraft, uh, uh, you know, carrier landings, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Where where the pilot, where we would uh, literally fly the plane in, uh, land... Okay, on an aircraft carrier, and the pilots were so nervous about their, you know, their aircraft being taken over electronically mm-hmm. and, and guided in. There, there was computer technology and satellite technology that sure. were being used. It was. Yeah. Re, is it 1987? Mm-hmm. We were flying drones, and it was called, you know, military aircraft. The pilots had to come down for their training when they were landing on the canopy, up on the canopy. And they had to be sighted because they kept wanting to freaking grab the grab the joystick and override it, right? Mm-hmm. And they had to trust that this thing was going to be flying in. It was going to land no matter what on that aircraft carrier, right? And it was so accurate, they literally had to put tolerances in the thing. But you know why? why? Because all the planes kept landing in the same spot and putting divot holes in the freaking runway. Oh, really? That was a major, oh yeah, it was a major thing. Yeah. We had to put tolerances in so that the planes would land in the same well, what's spot. What's tolerance? 
Well, okay, so that all aircraft, when they landed, didn't land in the two uh, uh, square inches in the same spot, putting divot holes in the same spot. Mm-hmm. So they, they just said, you know, do these random uh, landings, you know, and, and spread it out a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. And then they have to replace the non-skid. It's called non-skid mm-hmm. on the aircraft carriers. So it was so accurate then that we literally had to make it less accurate because it was wearing out the same spot. Oh, I see. Yeah. So so I'm at Top Gun school for that. And then Top Gun comes out. And the girls went wild. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Uh, yeah. If there was social media, okay, I didn't even have a video camera, all right? Mm-hmm. But I'll never forget the imagery. We would... Uh, We'd go drive outside the gate, and there was literally lines like you wouldn't believe to entrance into uh, El Toro Marine Base. Wow! At, when Top Gun was was uh, was going, mm-hmm. I mean, lines like a mile long of women. We called it Hog Night. I know. I heard it was about terrible. that. But it wasn't disrespectful. They were very pretty girls who were coming in, and we were talking <laughs> about Orange County. You know? Yeah. Um. That's a true story. Mm-hmm. So that's what that's what this song reminds me of. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was asking I was asking the girls if they were okay with me playing a a cheesy uh, '80s song. Background of our life. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is what we're gonna do. Our top news headline was about to be. This right here. We're going to come back to why I think the danger zone exists with Joe Biden. That's going to take up the remaining balance of the show. And you don't want to miss this. Mm-hmm. There's so much stuff going on right now. Oh, my gosh. So much stuff. Yeah, I'm going to tell you, as an, ex- as an example, all right, uh, I'm going to say this right now. I have enough evidence right now per a whistleblower document that shows that the guy that's going after Trump using the full force of the government. Um, is captured by the DOJ. He was literally offering bribes. He could spend 30 years in jail mm-hmm. if they prosecuted him for what the whistleblowers come forward. This guy has this hanging over his head, and the DOJ has this attorney that is just recklessly just going through, just violating Trump's right. I mean, just just destroying the Constitution, just bringing mm-hmm. stuff uh, upon Trump for political purposes. They rested um, their case yesterday in New York. Did you know that? For Giuliani? Uh, no, for Trump. They did? Mm-hmm. Well, that's going to go up on appeal. The judge is going to rule, you know, that... Um, well, he's already is- been ruled guilty. He's yeah. guilty. This is, this is about how much money they're going to make him pay. This is a civil suit. It's not a criminal one. But they're hoping, uh, you know, well, he's already, the judge has already found Trump guilty in New York. I I don't know if people understand that, Mm. um, that he has been found guilty already. And the exercise. Now we're in the window again. We're going to go step on the brake again, uh, coming up at the hour. All right. So please Mm -hmm. pardon me. Yes, we will. We will uh, do more in that regard. But here was going to be our top news headline because of what is being said right here. Like mm-hmm. Ramaswamy, hate Ramaswamy, don't trust Ramaswamy, doesn't matter. Listen to what he says. Say Ramaswamy, right? Mm-hmm. What does he say? Uh, are you kidding me? Please. 
Don't do this to me. Are you kidding me? Oh, my goodness. I don't know what in the world. What? Because it can be working perfect and then not be working perfect. That's just incredible to me. Oh, my God. Hmm? Mm Mm-hmm. Every knee will bow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here we go. You ready? Yeah. I got it. I got it. Here it is. Thank you for your patience, you guys. Here it is. There is no evidence that there were federal agents in the crowd on January so, 6th. So why, before Congress, when pressed on what the why? number was, they didn't say they were... Why, why would she say that to mm-hmm. the audience? And she's... She says there's no evidence that there were federal agents in the gun. That right there is just a flat out lie to our audience. Oh, it is. Why would she say that? Well, because that's the talking point. And no matter what the truth is, the, is the left has to, they have to keep pushing that talking point. It doesn't matter whether it's the truth or not. That's what they decided on, globally decided on, uh, was going to be the talking point, And that's what they all parrot mockingbird media that's what they all say right that is the line there's no proof when there is what based on what was just said just now okay Mm -hmm. does it even matter if you like or dislike ramaswamy it doesn't Mm -hmm. so just consider this the information that's being relayed okay you don't have to like or dislike ramaswamy or whether he's going to be president or not just the truth alone that was going to the viewers of cnn mm-hmm. listen to this this is bombshell information or none they just couldn't so say that how you're were. saying that there's no that you have not seen evi- any evidence so that we've there seen were, multiple and so we've seen multiple informants were. suggesting that there were we know people were, we know people were fbi informants who were asked is there this. any evidence let me clarify i know it's very uncomfortable for you. i'm going to clarify my I know question this is uncomfortable because for people, but you, we have to do the truth here. i'm going to clarify my question because i want to make sure that you understand oh, what I'm oh, I, I understand this deeply and i told you i was three years ago where is the evidence yes where is the evidence that the government had a so this. An inside job, but no, no I'm not an inside job because I'm not going to. I'm not violence on January 6th. Where I'm not going to let you put words in my that? mouth. I'm going to put my words in my mouth, and I'm going to tell you what what Where I mean by that. Where is the evidence that the government was involved Entrapment. in planning or executing okay. January 6th? Where so I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you hard facts, and, and if I may, Abby, I know okay. this is going to be a little uncomfortable, but we're going to we're, we're going to go through this, and you can and you can you can push Just back on it. The evidence, and you can push back on that, and let's do this fairly. Why did they suppress footage? of now what's been released, 200 hours of footage of shooting rubber bullets into that crowd, shooting tear gas into that crowd. You didn't see that before. You saw what the response was to that. Uh, now you see footage Ms. coming out of actually rolling out the red carpet for Capitol Mr. Police allowing people in. Again, right through the front the vast door. majority I mean, of that footage evidence should have been released shows, before, Abby. Mr. Ramaswamy, the vast majority of the before. footage shows and my deeper police officers is being overrun and, and I want to talk about one more by violent really rioters. That's yeah, I'm going to give you hard, I'm give you some hard facts. Of it shows. So what, here's what entrapment you can't is. Cherry pick. Here's, I'm not cherry picking. You let me finish, Abby. If I may finish, Abby. I'm not cherry picking. Examples. To the contrary. To the contrary. You know who cherry picked? You know who cherry picked? The government is what happened The government cherry picked 12 hours of footage. When there was 200 hours of the cherry picking was the government, not me. Release so, the whole thing. And let me let me just finish one thing too, because this is super important as a topic. So when you, I when, think there's a civil libertarian issue of our time. When we Christian talking, Whitmer's kidnapping. I want to keep. I want to be really clear on this, because it's the same issue in the same FBI, same even part of the FBI. Three people who were in an alleged plot to kidnap Gretchen Whitmer were acquitted at the end of trial because it was 
entrapment. That is government agents put them up to do something they otherwise wouldn't have done. They gave them credit cards with spending limits of up to $5,000, encouraged them to buy munitions, plan something they weren't otherwise willing to plan. So much so, and I want people at home to know this, especially CNN viewers to know this, is that one of the jurors went to those defendants and apologized afterwards, gave him a hug, apologized, seeing what the government had put a poor guy up to who had to go to some Mexican restaurant across the street to get hot water. These people were exploited with credit cards up to $5,000, FBI agents, putting them up to a kidnapping plot that we were told was true, but was entrapment. 14, Same thing with the Capitol Police, people Mr. letting them freely. Many of those people Mr. then Mr. being charged. Look, the government cannot I, put you up I to do something and then Mr. charge Mr. you for it. Look, That's wrong. I don't want to have to. I don't want to have to interrupt you. I really don't. But I don't want you to mislead the audience here or I'm at not. home. 14, I think they've been misled 14, by the mainstream media. 14, Unbelievable truth uh, being put out here. So we know, you know, regardless of what you may think about Ramaswamy, we know that he's speaking some very big truths here. Yeah. Um, You know, we uh, were part of the Bundy trials. Everybody knows that. And if you're new to listening to us and you don't know that, uh, you know, then, you know, we were right in the middle of exactly the same situation exactly the same situation the bundy case in uh oregon pete was they were acquitted and why were they why were the bundies by a in the, portland jury by a leftist jury but by and large yes why were they acquitted in portland which is something that they thought was going to be impossible an impossible uh, mountain to climb and and get over the top of that. They just didn't think that was going to be possible. Can I add something to that? Imagine this: um, mm-hmm. a small group of patriots, right? Mm-hmm. Did the 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 you know the Bundy family was leading the efforts to you know to rise up uh, about a ranching issue, right? And, and it's sure. a big issue, believe it or not. Yeah. Uh, probably even bigger than just a January sixth election thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking about staving off. You know, those that wanted uranium, gold, all the natural resource, $167 trillion in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And there were the battle lines were drawn in Oregon and southeastern Oregon. Um, so they came, went after a small group of patriots. The mm-hmm. same people that went after a small group of patriots mm-hmm. and the way they ran the operation yeah. is a smaller version, a test run of what happened on January 6th. And, and what guess happened what? with, with uh, Gretchen uh, Whitmer, too. All of it. Same rinse and repeat methodology. It's all much the same. Bigger. Uh, see, those guys went on to, well, let's take down the country, not just, you know, this small group of okie dokes, the sources, mm-hmm. methods, all of it. They ran an operation. Let me go so far as to say this. Within the past couple of weeks, a judge said that the reason why they did what they did mm-hmm. was for the purposes of provoking an armed confrontation. Yeah. They did it. Now, uh, the Portland jury took this group of okie dokes like January 6th Patriots. Mm-hmm. And we went to town and said, hold on a second. This is like a protest. I mean, if anything, they were trespassers. Uh, but you surrounded them with FBI informants. Mm-hmm. You surrounded them with FBI. And she said, there's no evidence that it was a plan. Really? But the FBI's own uh, field office uh, senior special agent said that they had so many informants 
they couldn't keep track of them. They had to do an audit to find out who was where and when. Mm-hmm. They had so many of them. Yes. In the crowd. And, and then they're saying we can't release the tapes because we have to blur out, you know, faces, all of the which is all not the faces. Fair. Right. It's not fair. But uh, a Portland jury, when it was all said and done, left his Portland jury mm-hmm. who originally thought, oh, these are a bunch of white nationalists, you know, militants with guns. Mm-hmm. And they said, oh, hold on. No, that's, that's really not what was happening there. Uh, they rendered a verdict of what and why did they, Jeff Jordan? Mm-hmm. Um, they rendered a verdict of not guilty. It came what? back not guilty. And the reason being is because the same reason it came back as not guilty in the, in the Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping masquerade, right? Because the jury found that the FBI informants, listen, at any given time, Pete, there were 40, 45 people inside and on the grounds of that wildlife refuge at any given time, right? Mm-hmm. Most people that came by the thousands, by the way, they, they went, they went in, visited, and they left. People weren't staying there uh, at, the, at the compound itself, right? Uh, so there were, at any given time, maybe 40 people, maybe 45. And check it out. In the end, we found uh, the, the great leftist attorneys, right? And a guy named Gary Hunt uh, figured out who the informants were. And it finally came out in, in court. And guess how many informants were inside the Bundy, uh, the Bundy occupation of the Mount Hare National Wildlife Refuge of 40 people. There was like 24, 20, 22 to 24 FBI informants paid, getting paid to be there. Big, big money. And it ended up that the guy who actually drove um, Lavoy Fenicum to his death and Ammon Bundy and everybody else getting taken down was himself an FBI informant. He's the guy that helped the FBI and the Oregon State Police plan the whole uh, the whole takedown, right? The blockade that they put up on the road where Lavoy Fenicum was killed. It was all by a guy named Mark McConnell. So, you know, we learned a huge, huge lesson. And when the jury heard everything and they saw the evidence, they saw that it was the FBI informants who brought the guns to the wildlife refuge and taught everybody who didn't know how to shoot, uh, how to target practice every day, and how to take down uh, how to take down police officers and all of these things, Pete. So. Uh, the jury in the end found that the FBI informants that were at the Mount Hare National Wildlife Refuge committed the crimes. And if they didn't commit the crime, they coaxed everybody else into doing it, entrapment. doing what they were doing. And it, they found that it was entrapment and and uh, everyone was um, acquitted. So. I mean, and Pete had an FBI informant on him that testified that Pete was at a meeting, a planning meeting, meeting of the of the takeover, and um, on December twenty second, twenty fifteen, is what he said that he personally 
um, saw Pete at this meeting. And guess what? Pete wasn't even in Oregon. He was in Cincinnati, Ohio. And we had the proof. And there was just, when we found out, I mean, I had a, a one of the informants and they called him Woof, this guy. He was so, he was an older Vietnam vet. So he said he wore the Vietnam hat. And he was just this very older gentleman, kind, considerate, all those things. And when I found out, Pete, that this wolf guy was an informant that was put on you and me, I you could have blown me over with a feather. I was so surprised. On the night Pete was arrested, that FBI informant walked up to me and slipped $500 in my pocket. $500 in my pocket. I couldn't believe it. It, you know, when you find out, and one of the other ones, a woman who called herself, her name was Terry. Um, what was her name? Uh, she called herself Mama, Mama Bear. Mama Bear. She was very well known in the in the Patriot community. She um, she was an oath keeper, and she would go to all these oath keeper meetings. And for years, she was in. And Terry Linnell was her name. And um, it. <laughs> I mean, it gets, she gets exposed. She was, for years, she had been an FBI informant. She was getting paid $1,000 every time she went to an Oath Keepers meeting and recorded them and came back and gave the FBI information about what happened in that meeting. And um, she was, she got very wealthy. She got very, very wealthy over a course of years doing that. And you know, when I found out that she was one of the informants, I, it felt horrible because she literally walked up to me one day, put her hand on my arm and looked me right in the eye and said, and said, Deb, listen, I'm here to help you. If you ever need anybody to talk to, if you ever need anything, please come to me and let me know. And I was so grateful in that moment you know, and then when you find out that she did that just so that she could get information for the FBI, it kind of turns your stomach, really. You know, and then when you find out that somebody in your own family has uh, been recording you and feeding the FBI and and uh, giving them information about what, you know, how you're feeling and and, you know, where your head is and you know, you're, I mean, it's just unbelievable. So when the FBI tells you and when the government and the um, mainstream media tells you that an FBI informant and informants in the crowd cannot change the trajectory of how a protest is going, they are full of it. Okay, they are, Pete. And Pete knows it. I know we've been in. We've been, listen, the thing about the Malheur National Wildlife Refuge, guess what? The FBI had been on Ammon Bundy and the guys who were planning this whole thing. They, they had their informants already, um, already embedded with these guys. For months, the FBI knew exactly what uh, Ammon Bundy was going to do and they did not stop it. They didn't stop it. They wanted him to do it. They wanted him to do it. And the FBI informants who said they were militia and 
got in the inner circle of Am and Bundy, um, they were in there saying, yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's do this. Let's get it done. Let's do it. And um, so there you guys have it. They were found not guilty. They were found not guilty. That should always and it, be and the it, case. And it had, we're not just a bunch of Klingons, all right? I'm going to say this, that there is information right now uh, that, um, uh, let's put it this way. The government will not want it to come out, what we have right now with the Bundy mm -hmm. cases. So I'm going to say this. Um, yeah, if you want to cover stuff up, uh, now you're not just going to dismiss cases and release mm -hmm. people and after destroying their lives. This is what they're going to have to do. Pay. You're going to have to pay us. Mm -hmm. Pay it. You want that quiet? Pay us. Okay. Um, th th I guess that's the only lesson that can be. Um, uh, they're going to have to pay the destroyed lives. And I'm also going to say this, that there is evidence right now that the CIA and the FBI spy agencies were deeply involved and we caught them. Mm -hmm. Caught them. So if they were involved in the Bunny Ranch takedown, right, to protect $167 trillion, a portion of which is uranium, okay, uh, mineral rights. That's why they want the ranchers off the land. Uh, what do you think they would be willing to do if President Trump is trying to put them out of business, take over the country and shut down their deep state operation, their black budget? Mm -hmm. um, what, do, what do you think they would do at that point? They would stop at absolutely nothing, at nothing. All right. You guys, here's the deal. Uh, I, before we go to our interview, I just want to want to tell everybody right now, this is what we're looking to do. All right. Um, if you and I have everything ready to go um, so that we can formalize it, you know, on paper. Right. Mm -hmm. um, one hundred and sixty seven trillion dollars, Trumpet. That's exactly right. And natural resources wealth. We're talking about water rights, mineral rights, gold, lithium. Yeah, lithium is um, really a big uranium. Thing. All right. People don't know that about Oregon. It's we're true. gonna we're gonna go to and we're gonna play this all the way straight through. Um, if you're interested in becoming an angel investor, thousand uh, dollars or more, and get a return on your investment, okay. Um, a return on your investment, thousand dollars or more. And investing in our show, and instead of it having it, you know, squirreled away in a savings account, making nothing, you invest in our show, um, uh, and uh, essentially get, you know, let's say a twenty percent return on your investment, right? Mm -hmm. Instead of a credit card getting, you know, twenty eight percent, whatever, whatever it is, you invest in our show. If you're interested, you're willing to invest a thousand dollars or more. Uh, uh, text ANGEL1000 to 844-837-5132. If you've already invested, um, you know, more than $1,000, get on our text alert system. Um, and uh, we will make sure, you know, we want to give everyone a return on their in investment. Okay. Um, ANGEL1000 to 844-837-5132. Um, it'll be formalized in writing as to our relationship. You know, you're making an investment in our show. And instead of just donating willy-nilly and then it goes into oblivion, we want to make sure that you've got a protected investment in our show. We're going to grow. We need your support. And we need that now. Now, I want you to stay tuned uh, because I, I do 
and have done thousands of interviews with some of the best guests on the planet. Um, it's really become our claim to fame is the interviews that we do. Uh, this next interview is with Dr. Ehrenfeld, Rachel Ehrenfeld. She is the foremost expert on George Soros. We're gonna go after George Soros. We're gonna go after the deep state. Uh, then we're gonna come back and we're gonna show you why we're in the danger zone with this impeachment inquiry and what they're getting ready to do uh, to bring us to world war. I mean, they're just lining up right now to go to war with Russia, bring World War III and wipe out all of humanity. We'll have that discussion for the remaining balance of the show. So without further ado, uh, and if you'd like to send a text, become an angel investor, investing $1,000 or more in our show to 844-837-5132 with a return on your investment in writing um, and pretty much, I say secured, uh, not, nothing can be totally secured, um, uh, but invest in our show, I promise you, uh, you will get uh, a return back in our investment as to our work product, but um, at, at least your $1,000 won't become, you know, uh, well, gradually uh, through inflation and Joe Biden destroying, you know, the dollar. Um, please consider investing in us. Without further ado, uh, here's a great interview with Dr. Ehrenfeld. I want to thank you for making my pillow 2.0 a huge success. Now I'm bringing it to you for the lowest price my pillow 2.0 is made with my patented adjustable fill plus we've infused the fabric with our temperature regulating technology you combine that with our brand new mattress topper 2.0 and i guarantee you you get the best sleep of your life it's the perfect time to get the my pillow 2.0s for your friends family and everyone you know they truly make the best christmas gifts ever so go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen use your promo code to save 50%. Get your queen size MyPillow 2.0 regularly $79.96 now only $39.98 and king size just $5 more. From all of us at MyPillow, Merry Christmas and God bless. MyPillow.com Mazen Badawood is a uh, it's political Islam. Um, they want to take over the world um, and um, so and Obama has been promoting, of course, and, and acknowledging um, the uh, Islamic revolution there. Uh, <coughs> but um, so, so that was the involvement there, but he has been also funding Soros. <coughs> the, um, uh, directly and indirectly. Uh, organizations, uh, the Palestinian Islamic Jihad, the Popular Front of Palestine, etc., organizations that are designated as terrorists by the United States, not only by Israel, and by European countries, etc. Um, and he has been funding and the BDS uh, movement uh, against Israel. Uh, he's been funding them directly and indirectly. Uh, through, uh, you know, one foundation gives to the other, one NGO, and then the NGO then distributes the money to a few others. Uh, so that's how um, they are finding uh, the money, distributing the money. 
and uh, even through Black Lives Matters, who have been going to uh, to Gaza to visit Gaza uh, to learn from them how to uh, to learn from them resistance. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Rachel Ehrenfeld. She's the author of The Soros Agenda. Uh, she's the founder and president of the New York-based American Center for Democracy and the Economic Warfare Institute. Uh, Dr. Ehrenfeld's multidisciplinary approach encompasses economic warfare, weapons of mass effect, love that term, um, including disinformation, free speech, indoctrination, propaganda, uh, PC coercion, lawfare, corruption, money laundering, political uh, Islam, of course, uh, terrorist financing, narco-terrorism, and the links between global criminal and radical networks and jihad terrorist groups. Dr. Ehrenfeld focuses on identifying patterns of seem un uh, sorry, seemingly unrelated domestic and foreign events as they link to threaten U.S. political, social, and economic stability. Um, now, this is the world that we live in. Um, and of course, these financial systems are impacted by it. Uh, when, you know, we say that certain entities are destroying our country. Uh, they, in fact, if you take a 50,000 foot view, uh, they're, in, they're destroying everything in the globe from uh, geopolitical to financial. This is a consolidation of power. Um, there's another thing, lawfare. I'm calling it judicial terrorism. They've taken over the courts. Um, lawfare, and, and lawfare is part of economic warfare, actually. Yes. If you have money, you can sue. If you don't have money, you cannot sue. That's I mean, right. in places where, where you can still sue, right? That's exactly right. Now, Dr. Ehrenfeld, I'm honored to have you on. I look forward to having this conversation with you. Uh, because, and, and again, if I assert, you know, I'm a commentator, my audience, I assert with confidence and they've learned the trust that the research that I do, I try to teach them, don't believe anything, believe only what things that you've researched yourself, right? Don't trust anybody, go search for the facts. Um, but if I mention something- always easy to, It's not always easy to search because today the search engines even even articles and papers that I have written, I cannot find them on search engines. So um, yes. the world has changed a lot. So it certainly it certainly has. Now, uh, your your book that you uh, penned is a very important book and a topic near and dear to my heart. Because you know, I'll tell you why. It's not that I like to pick on certain individuals, but I like to find out. You know, follow the when you follow the money. Uh, for instance, with the immigration issue. In 2014, I was uh, going after the Obama administration's terrible policies on bringing immigrants from Guatemala. I'm like, who's paying for all of this? And I was yeah. on to, you know, Soros and these NGOs. And then, uh, long story short, now I'm going to throw back to you, this spider web, web and the way that they move money in these nonprofits, they've got multi-layers and multi-shields. And this is something that George Soros has mastered with his billions. Um, to, to, to this replacement migration thing began, they tested it, I think, in Europe. Uh, it was very effective. 
He, start, he started with this actually in 1995. But I'll, I'll speak about it. Yeah. Mm. And in 1995, uh, yeah. building a a network that is uh, uh, almost impossible. Is it impossible to unravel this thing? Or they operate with with impunity. They they have no accountability whatsoever. Um, uh, I suggest in the book actually. Uh, I say that it, it is truly impossible, even with the uh, best um, um, software that you have today, but you really need to have a combination of AI. I know even AI would not be good because um, AI is only, AI is putting out what it has been fed. So if you want, for example, to ask about George Soros, right? What you will get is um, <coughs> many, many, many articles about um, um, how wonderful the man is, um, uh, how, you know, he's for democracy, he's such a, a philanthropist. By the way, he doesn't like the word philanthropy, he doesn't believe in charity. He said, so, um, uh, but that's how he's known, the billionaire. Uh, so it's very difficult to find um, any kind of criticism if you go to, uh, uh, if you search through AI, GP, uh, GPT, if you want to see if, if you can get some article written about him. Uh, well, um, you will have a comment that uh, there are all kind of right-wing um conspiracy theories who who, uh, who defame him or say that he's not so wonderful. But that's it. So it's really very difficult to, um, and it's surprising because um, um, he, I mean, there are many other people. I tried Rockefeller, Brothers Funds, uh, Carnegie, Ford. Uh, and you can find out more information than you can find out about, well, it's a person, so he himself is a well-known figure in the world, uh, a multi-billionaire. Yes. Um, and, it's, uh, and what was curious to me at the beginning was how come that here is somebody who is so well-known, um, who broke the Bank of England, who made so much money, Who's known, as an, who know, who's known as a financial wizard. Um, and uh, all that we know about him, most of what we know about his background is what he told us. That's right. Again and again and again and again. And nothing independent. And no investigative reporter went out to find out what's going on. Um, it's, it was very curious to me. Um, I was interested there for, for other reasons, but, uh, and, and back in 1995, 96, when he just started his activities in, in um, his foundation, the Open Society Institute in the United States, uh, and his first project was um, drug legalization, I asked why, how come that somebody who supposedly advocates whatever open society is, individual freedom, is also uh, advocating the biggest slavery ever, which is drug addiction. Oh yeah. Your soul, your brain, your mind, your physical um, 
uh, body, everything is completely enslaved to drugs. So why would somebody like, you know, there is a contradiction. I saw a contradiction in that. And uh, so I asked the question, but I also want that um, because his money and his respectability, because he, he's rich, I mean, respect because he's rich, uh, he will be, if, if unchallenged, he will change the political landscape of the United States. I didn't have a crystal ball, but that was a very good prediction. Yes. Uh, now, uh, if you don't mind, and, and again, uh, if I claim that I'm an excerpt, uh, an expert of sorts, I, I, I defer to you. So let's just, just pretend if I sound, you know, definitive in my statement, just will phrase it in the form of a question. I've analyzed because I wanted to track the money, as I said. I wanted to see who... It's impossible for as many immigrants to proceed up. It's impossible uh, for what was happening in Europe without a lot of money. I know for a fact I was uh, watching in the streets of, uh, for instance, of Baltimore, uh, that there was the Black Lives Matter movement coming up. And I'm looking at their signs. And, you know, I'm an activist. I'll get in the streets. I know it costs a lot of money to go make a lot of signs. And you could identify that these people in an organized fashion, some of them organic, they had to be fueled and funded by some entity. Yeah. And and it always tracked back to George Soros. That Well, Baltimore was a special, it was a pet project for him. And actually he had, in the United States, the Open Society Foundation office uh, was, there was one office only in Baltimore. That was the only place where they were actually operating in the United States itself. Uh, domestically. They have the, the, the headquarters here in Manhattan, but uh, the Baltimore was a special project. And look at how, and they spent hundreds of millions of dollars there. I mean, since the 90s, early 90s, <coughs> look how successful Baltimore is. <laughs> mm. I mean, it's, 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 um, it's a prototype for a failed city. Oh, yes. And and uh, I might add, um, uh, using the lure uh, and compassion uh, of potential donors uh, and even government employees to take money to say that we're going to improve the living conditions of the people in the inner city and not really it looks like not one dollar goes to them. It goes to the coffers of the corrupt politicians. Mary, Baltimore, Baltimore corruption is legendary. Yes. Um, and uh, it doesn't really have its uh, proper place among the very corrupt cities in the United States. Mm -hmm. uh, it should. Yes. Um, and um, uh, that's where he also had his all kind of drug experiments um, at the beginning. I mean, this is a, a complete disaster. Absolutely a disaster. Yes. Now, I'm going to bring us back around dur during our segment here to a very important, you know, um, uh, current event. Um, and I've got a little bit of fact finding and research that I've done as well to track the money that that fueled this thing with Hamas. And I've tracked it very, very well. But let's back up a second. Let, let's talk about um, 
George Soros uh, and his involvement. I didn't know that his headquarters was in Baltimore, by the way. That's interesting. That's, well, that's well, his only United States operation was in Baltimore. They actually canceled it sometimes earlier this year. Mm. Uh, but until this year, from 1990-something, uh, yeah, it, it was the only operation that they had here in um, mm -hmm. uh, they have many open society funded um, um, uh, organizations of course in the United States but this was uh, they had a special Baltimore office yes. uh, of the open society yes uh, so yeah so so here uh, uh, dr. Ehrenfeld uh, I'm gonna go back to 2013 2014 and I watched what happened to the Ukraine. I followed every word from, you know, Vladimir Putin offering, uh, you know, a uh, a bailout to the Ukrainians and that battle between the, uh, wow. the you know, the between Russia and the IMF. Now, here, let me throw. I'm going to throw back to you here. Yeah. I discovered that George Soros was behind the overthrow of the Ukraine, and then the subsequent installation of the Svoboda party and the right sector and the Nazi movement that the militants behind he, the new regime. He was, he was involved with the Ukraine since uh, even before the, the fall of the Soviet Union. That's right. Um, That's and, right. And he was involved in actually, um, I, I was um, uh, election observer uh, with the American Center for Democracy uh, in Ukraine in 2005 and early 2006. I was in I, I was in Ukraine three times in two months uh, for three elections, uh, which Soros um, initiated and worked together with the Europeans and the State Department uh, to to cancel the election. Actually, on the plane uh, from London to to Kiev before the first election, um, uh, the activists that um, uh, the Soros Open Society was sending there. Um, the plane was filled with them. Uh, everybody had something orange. It was the Orange Revolution. Everybody had some orange uh, uh, clothing, either a scarf or pants or, or shirt or something on them. And um, <coughs> I still have my orange scarf, actually, that I got in Kiev. Um, so that they were giving out, uh, but on the plane they were discussing very loudly and and um, uh, standing in the standing in the um, uh, um, in the plane itself and having uh, big discussions on how they are going to organize the demonstrations uh, to uh, against the elections the results of the elections when the election actually were not the election wasn't hold yet okay it had it had we, we went there like two days before the election and they were already discussing uh the demonstrations that they will have because because they they are going to cancel the election results okay yes, mm -hmm. yes. so now this was uh, he had been involved there and he was actually very proud and he received the, the highest award given to uh foreigners by president of uh, Ukraine who we helped he, he invested there or he spent there billions of dollars uh, he has the Renaissance Foundation there which is supposedly uh, was established to fight corruption in Ukraine 
Uh, I mean, yeah, this has been going on for a very long time. No, and now I mentioned the Ukraine, the overthrow of the Ukraine, and that's when it began down uh, the path, the journey to, you know, to finding out you follow the money. Uh, who's producing all these propaganda films on the Maidan? Who's delivering all of the tires that were being burned? I had people on the ground that were telling me, there's somebody with big money behind all of this. So then I identified, and I mentioned it before we came on, uh, because it's the first time uh, that I've seen it documented from somebody that was in the room in this book, My Memoirs. Um, the Prologue Corporation, a CIA um, uh, organization that Roman Kopchinsky ran. And in late 80s, they recruited George Soros to finance their project. And this was the project. Is that Roman, wow. Roman Kopchinsky was running a propaganda uh, machine in Europe and in Ukraine but he was also covertly training all the dissidents. And George Soros funded all of that operation in Ukraine. To do what? To spin up the Nazi movement in Ukraine. It's well, very clear. Uh, this was, uh, I mean, there was when the Soviet Union imploded and Ukraine became independent, like other um, former Soviet republics, um, they held elections. And the election was, of course, sponsored by the State Department and uh, to bring democracy. And of course, Soros was involved. Soros was involved with all the former Soviet republics and in, in the Soviet, former Soviet Union and Russia until Putin threw him out, uh, finally. Uh, but um, uh, he, was, he, he was heavily involved and he was distributing even uh, well, it'd be after the fall of the Soviet Union, for sure, he was this, uh, the Open Society Foundation was distributing uh, USAID money. So I found out about it and I said, well, but it's not Soros' money because then he's getting the credit of being so generous. It's the U.S. government. That's right. So why don't you identify yourself as, uh, as, the, as, as, the, as the ones who are helping the people? And so I was told, well, Soros has many more people on the ground, he has a big network, so it's easier to use his, his network. And that was, to me, unsatisfactory. I mean, uh, you know, uh, you are supposed to claim, uh, you know, your credit for that, uh, but they didn't do it. So um, he has been, he, he'd been all over the place, yeah. It is, it is a fact, uh, I will state this as a fact because of my research. Um, uh, and looking into how the Prologue Corporation and the CIA recruited George I Soros. I haven't written about it in my book. Right. I tried to stay away. I didn't write a biography of um, of Soros. What I want, what I did in my book was to to show um, to document what what is the Soros agenda how this agenda actually started, uh, how did he start to implement it in the United States? What was the strategy and the tactics that he has been using? Uh, so it will be if somebody wants to counter um, the Soros agenda, uh, you have to know how the system works in order to be able to dismantle it, right? Yes. So this is why I wrote the book and I focused mostly on the United States. And um, I didn't list uh, everybody that he had given money to, which is impossible actually to do. Mm -hmm. 
but uh, because it's uh, the, the whole thing is very opaque. Uh, but uh, and who are all the people that are connected with him? Because it's it's endless. Uh, but um, I have mentioned, um, okay, so I, I lay out the strategies and the main um, issues uh, that he focused on in order to actually undo, he uh, said, change uh, uh, the United States. Uh, and so he, if because we are kind of uh, this war with the, in the Middle East, etc., and Iran's involvement. I guess we can use also the <laughs> what the Iranians are saying about the big state in America and the small state in Israel. His main targets have been um, the United States of America and the Jewish state of Israel. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I'm going to, uh, we'll put a question on this. <coughs> this is what I've seen uh, George Soros do and the Central Intelligence Agency. Uh, and in... Um, uh, I, I think in uh, uh, Mr. It's a former Attorney General Michael McCasey writes the following. Uh, Rachel Ehrenfeld has undertaken an ambitious project to sketch the sprawling agenda of, of billionaires who has called the United States the main obstacle to a stable and just world. Now, here's my comment. This is what I've seen. Is that he practiced as this, the Intel Services financier destabilizing efforts to overthrow the Ukraine, to overthrow Europe, to do all this, destabilizing, financing for the purposes of destabilizing. And I think his last stop was the biggest obstacle, and that is the United States of America. Is that a pretty correct analysis? The United States of America is his biggest, uh, was his biggest target. And I think that I personally kind of speculating on it, why? Um, uh, the man is a uh, megalomaniac. He actually attests himself that uh, he thought of himself as God. And when he actually became very rich and he started living it out, uh, he uh, started to enjoy it. <coughs> uh, so <coughs> he's a megalomaniac. If he, if he was not uh, born in, in Budapest, had he been an American, a U.S.-born uh, citizen, he probably would have tried to run for president. Uh, but he cannot do it. So what's what's a better way to um, uh, to run the show if not um, funding the Democratic Party? Uh, funding politicians and fu- funding the agenda, domestic and foreign agenda of the country. And he doesn't like capitalism, he doesn't like the U.S. Constitution, uh, and so he actually has his own ideas about uh, amendments to the Constitution, which he had written about. Um, and he said, well, this is archaic, it has been written 200 and some years ago, the people then didn't know anything, and so it's, it's really uh, necessary to update it and modernize it. So it is, uh, he had his own ideas. Um, capitalism, I guess it's for him, but not for us. Um, and um, the, whole, the name of the organization, Open Society Foundation, while he claims that he, he, borrowed, um, he borrowed this phrase from um, uh, uh, Popper, Karl Popper, a philosopher, uh, with whom he took a class in, in the London School of Economics, um, 
he actually corrupted the meaning of the world, and it's really Orwellian. So whatever Soros is, open society, no. What he's trying to do is really close society. That's right. It's not individual freedom. It's it's uh, it's uh, it's uh, robbing the individual from 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 its rights, uh, from from their rights. Uh, it's really uh, how how um, how uh, it's leading, leading crowds. You don't need sovereignty uh, because uh, nationalism is a bad thing. Patriotism is a bad thing. Uh, you don't need borders, so we have open borders, right? I started with it in 1995 to fund organizations, NGOs uh, that would uh, uh, to help illegal migrants uh, to the United States. And uh, this was the second project. The first project was drug legalization. And <coughs> um, so, um, and it was interesting and he called it and then later it was, it, it, that's when he started his, <coughs> my apologies. My goodness, I, I uh, yeah. And, that's when he started his um, justice initiatives. So there are now, everything is justice. So racial justice, environmental justice, um, gender justice, um, criminal justice, you name it. Everything is justice, okay? Uh, you add the name justice to for it, so it makes, so as we understand it, we the people, the simple people, understand the word justice, it's, you know, it's lady justice, it's, uh, justice is blind, etc. It means something good. But what he actually is, um, uh, what, what he, his intentions were and are, is that um, there will be some uh, people who he and his friends probably would uh, assign to uh, bureaucrats who will be chosen uh, to carry out the program and they will make decisions. So for example, you don't need a government because people should be able to get along. And if they don't get along, then an international group or people who are appointed by somebody <laughs> we'll go there and we'll try to settle the uh, to settle the the problem. Mm. I mean, well, it's the international government. Uh, we have globalists, um, and he was certainly one who has been promoting it for a long time. I uh, I'm going to make a definitive statement here. I have pen pinned him, and I've taken a look at, by the way, uh, after World War II, um, the Nazi war crimes. Uh, uh, Disclosure Act required that the CIA publish all their documents unredacted um, uh, that was identifying, you know, from uh, Operation Gladio uh, and Operation Paperclip, those Nazi war uh, 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 criminals. But I see George Soros, who claims to say the United States is the obstacle uh, to a stable and just world, I'm going to say that his specialty has been to finance the CIA's destabilizing operations he, he around the not, world. He was not the financer of the CIA. The CIA can finance themselves. They have many other people to well, finance it. Partly in the Ukraine anyways, right? No, it's not only Ukraine. I mean, he's been doing it throughout, uh, throughout Eastern Europe. He's been doing it all over the world. Right. It's really not... Uh, right. Uh, he's been operating in more than 120 countries, mm. and he spent a lot of uh, of our money, U.S. taxpayer money, 
uh, that was given to him by the government and other foundations all over the place in European money and World Bank money and uh, I mean anybody's money okay it's not only his money uh, but um, he has been uh, he certainly when, when he was working uh, when he was operating in the former Soviet Union, he said he he's been he, he had businesses with the KGB. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I write about it in the book, you know. Wow. He, um, they wanted something from him and he wanted something for them. So, uh, you know. Okay. Um, there's, two, he, there's two things. I'm sorry to interrupt you and I'm throw back to you. Just a, a question. So here he is in Ukraine. Uh, by the way, the Svoboda Party and the right sector after their uh, country was overthrown, uh, they launched a campaign to uh, basically purge Eastern Ukraine of uh, all the all the Jews fled Eastern Ukraine, the Russians uh, and the Jews. And this is the man that helped put them in power. That's the first entity in Ukraine. Secondly, secondly, hold on one second. The Muslim Brotherhood. Uh, for how many years has he been behind in helping Obama through the Muslim charities? This is the Open Societies Foundation was helping facilitate the Muslim charities with the help of government to fund uh, Hamas-run uh, humanitarian well, charities in Gaza. He, uh, nah, he, he was, he was, uh, no, it's not, um, it's not exactly. Um, he has been involved with the um training of um arab um, arab youth in social media before the arab spring and when the muslim brotherhood took over in 2010 2011 when they took over egypt okay and he helped uh with together with the actually u.s government uh they had special training um uh, facilities and places where they trained our youth how to use social media in order to promote uh, their agenda, right? Mm -hmm. And the Muslim Brotherhood has, um, I mean, the Muslim Brotherhood is a, uh, it's political Islam. Um, they want to take over the world. Um, and um, so, and, and Obama has been promoting, of course, and, and acknowledging um the uh, islamic revolution there uh <coughs> but um so so that was the involvement there but he has been also funding soros <coughs> the um uh, directly and indirectly uh organizations uh the palestinian islamic jihad the popular front of palestine etc organizations that are designated as terrorists by the united states not only by israel and by european countries etc um and he has been funding and the bds uh, movement uh, against israel uh he's been funding them directly and indirectly uh, through, uh, you know, one foundation gives to the other, one NGO, and then the NGO then distributes the money to a few others. Uh, so that's how um, they are finding uh, the money, distributing the money. And um, even through Black Lives Matters, who have been going to, uh, uh, to Gaza, to visit Gaza, uh, to learn from them how to, uh, to learn from them resistance. And they call all these uh, organizations human rights organizations, 
human no it's monster rights organizations not human rights organizations mm. uh, but he's been funding this and actually they had just given what um uh, money to um uh what is it 15 million dollars or something it doesn't have some millions of dollars uh to uh <coughs> palestinian um monitoring uh, human rights of war crime violations that the Israelis are allegedly doing in Gaza, when Hamas was the one that attacked Gaza, and that attacked uh, the Israelis. And also, uh, his organization have been funding organizations here in the United States, uh, Muslim and non-Muslim, that are um, left, uh, radical left, that are demonstrating everywhere in the country there aren't too many of them, but they get the left activists with them. Uh, so uh, they are disrupting um, peace and order everywhere. They are demonstrating stopping traffic, uh, going to uh, uh, the Senate, going to, uh, I mean, everywhere. Um, uh, in universities, threatening Jewish students. Um, and um, uh, this is against the, this is against this is for Hamas and against Israel. He doesn't like the Jewish state of Israel. Uh, he doesn't think the Jews should have a state of their own. But if you should dare criticize him, uh, oh, at no, all, no, anti-Semite, an anti-Semite, and he is oppositional to uh, well, to, to Israel. He was, period. He was born. He he was born into a Jewish family. And he has been using the religion of his birth, which he actually decries because he declared that he is an agnostic, um, and uh, and sadly he doesn't approve of the Jewish state. Israel is okay, but not the Jewish state. So what is Israel? The Jewish state. He doesn't like Zionism. Neither does his son, <laughs> who now inherited the foundations, and. Um, um, he, um, he, he has been using the religion he was born into as a shield uh, from criticism. So anybody who criticizes him, and it's not necessarily that he himself says that, or that his son says that, we have the New York Times, we have all the left media that immediately labels anybody uh, who opposes any of Soros' activities or ideas as anti-Semite, period. Mm. Yes. And um, Dr. Ehrenfeld, um, you know, I, I hate it's not dumbing it down, but to, to, to kind of distill it and boil it down and refine that entity. You know, when I say we track the money, the ism uh, is George Soros. Is he operating on behalf of the globalists or shall we just call it the Sorosism, which is as follows? I believe that he has weaponized capitalism to destroy free countries, to destabilize them. Is it a weaponization? Is that a Sorosism or is it his push for globalism? It's not weaponizing capitalism. He's using money in order to get what he wants. Okay. So yeah, you need money in order to, uh, in order to carry out all kinds of programs to pay people, to pay people, to pay activists, to pay demonstrators all over the world, right? <laughs> to train them for resistance, etc. Um, you need money to do that. Uh, so yeah, he's using his and other and other money to to carry this out. But um, 
he I don't know uh, he certainly uh, his ideal would have been to have uh, Sorostan instead of um, I don't know the United States of America for sure wow Sorostan wow that's right and, and when I said weaponization um, he uses money to accomplish his goals and his goals do not provide freedom for humanity he's very no. right it's not for freedom or open societies everything is Orwellian actually everything that he says translate it whenever you see something translate the statement uh to the to the opposite mm -hmm. of what you are used to what you understand from what you read yes uh now i'm going to ask you and i thank you so much for staying with me thank you so much dr uh Ehrenfeld. i'm gonna we're gonna wrap up our conversation on the following note um i'm gonna share your links i'm gonna highly encourage everybody uh, to go take a look at the book, The Soros Agenda, and take a look at the body of work that uh, Dr. Ehrenfeld, as a subject matter expert in this Sorosism. If somebody were to pick up the book, what's the most important chapter? Why do they need to open the book and the, the, your work documented uh, in this book? What's the most important chapter? Actually, uh, everything is important. Yes, the book is a, very, is a thin book. I mean, it's only 100 pages. Uh, although the printed book is 280 pages, the rest of it is references, because this book has been documented thoroughly and vetted thoroughly by lawyers. Uh, I have documented everything. I'm citing him everywhere. I'm using Soros' words <coughs> to describe his plans. And I'm just showing, okay, so I'm looking, okay, so what happened as a result of this? How he achieved what he wanted to do, how he went about it. So the, the body of the book is it's only 100 pages. Um, and it's, it's an easy read. It has a lot of information. Mm -hmm. uh, so, um, and there are different chapters about, it's a little bit about his ideas so that people will understand. Mm -hmm. And then about programs in the United States, uh, I'm giving um, examples of who are the um, of the uh, uh, highest-ranking uh, government officials that are linked with Soros mm -hmm. in the U.S. government. Yes, um, and uh, and uh, also and their influence, of course, and uh, about is. Um, well, I, there was a chapter about anti-Semitism and how he's using it, and also uh, a chapter about his um, crusade against Israel. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, there are about his activities in the former Soviet Union. It's not a biography. It didn't try. I didn't try to do that. No, I just wanted to give enough information so that people will be able to understand and identify the problems and have something about him in the background um, and that's uh, and that's after years of uh, many years of research um into into those sorts and uh dr Ehrenfeld, last last question in your opinion um and and of course i want you to conclude by letting everybody know where they can find your work um acdemocracy.org for instance i want everybody to go there but what do you think his end game objective is? This Sorosism. He's an unelected 
official that is, is, is deeply embedded and influential in the Biden administration right now in government. He has an open door. Uh, his organization, his family. What's his end yeah, objection? He, he, he not, uh, he's responsible for the election <coughs> of Biden, of many, many, many Democrat uh, um, representatives in, in, in Congress, of many elected officials throughout the country. Uh, district attorneys, prosecutors, secretaries of states, uh, mayors, I mean, Anybody running for election, um, Democrat, uh, who is um, willing to be more progressive, um, is getting sources money. So, you know, uh, he's the biggest funder of the Democratic Party. Uh, his endgame, I don't know, the man is 93 and a half. I, um, he may, you know, live a long and happy life uh, for many more years. And uh, his son is now running the organization, but I think that he is probably tickled pink by looking at how the United States is is uh, looking today. I mean, look at uh, the, the crime, the, the millions of illegal migrants everywhere, uh, the ruined economy. I mean, if you look at everything, the, the destroyed um, uh, education system, uh, the corrupted education system, and universities from kindergarten to, to universities, everything. <laughs> Drug addiction everywhere. He must be there. Criminals running in the streets. He must be very pleased. This is what he had in his um, agenda, and much of it he already accomplished. You know, uh, as someone who has written 15, over 1,500 publications, uh, you've written five books, you've written scientific uh, 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 papers, academic uh, uh, papers, that is, um, policy papers. Um, you've been published and featured in Forbes, Newsweek, all the mainstream. Uh, yep. Is Was there a point where you started covering George Soros and all of that was cut off that you don't have access to the mainstream? Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, uh, um, major media outlets, you know, they, they, they don't want to publish anything. But there is really a reluctance to, um, I don't know why, uh, but uh, even among um, many Jewish publications that should be actually interested in what he's been doing, um, <laughs> I, they refuse. Uh, when it comes to Soros, people are afraid. I think they are afraid. Um, I don't know of what, because I think that one of the most important things is um, the exposure and the knowledge and the understanding of uh, who is doing what in order to make uh, a turn the United States of America, one successful, the most powerful country in the world, into very quickly deteriorating um, third world banana republic. Yes, yes. Um, or or Sorostan. Sorostan, that's right. Um, can, you know, can he be stopped? One uh, will we'll, we'll have to wait to see just how strong his legacy and his succession plan is with his son because his son has an open door to uh, the White House administration and he's an unelected. And he has at least $25 billion. Yeah. $25 billion with a B. Yeah. Uh, to his uh, 
um, 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 and, and armchairs and he has been spending it and he will be spending even more uh, the closer the election comes. Dr. Ehrenfeld, I thank you and I especially thank you because when we opened up, you said you weren't feeling well and I, I hope, uh, you know, our... I'm sorry, uh, I was coughing a lot. No, thank don't you apologize. Thank you. We're honored to have you. We thank you very much for your time and we'll provide all the links to your websites and thank you for your insight. I appreciate it. Thank you very thank much. Thank you very much. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. This company and their doctors are medical professionals you can trust. And their new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin, z pack Rest assured, knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to help you and your family stay safe from whatever life throws at you next. With key ingredients supported by over 80 clinical trials. The exclusive formulation of the Bella Grace Elixir is changing lives everywhere. Ingesting collagen peptides alone is not very helpful. This is where most products fall short and where Bella Grace changes everything. Unlike other products, the Bella Grace Elixir controls the gene switches which activate collagen creation and disables the enzymes that break down the matrix. Bella Grace Elixir contains Verisol, the world's best and most clinically studied form of collagen. These elite collagen peptides influence the skin's collagen metabolism directly from the inside. Nature's most powerful antioxidant. 6,000 times more potent than vitamin C. Astereal astaxanthin prevents the activation of gene switches that drive inflammation and activates the gene switch responsible for cellular repair and longevity, forming bridges across cell membranes, protecting them from free radical attack. Amazonian cat's claw suppresses the enzymes that degrade collagen and our skin matrix caused by oxidants and inflammation. It simply turns the switch off. The world's most studied collagen, plus activating the genes that make collagen, plus switching off the genes that break down collagen, has resulted in something the world has never experienced. The Bella Grace Elixir. Start your 30-day Bella Grace Challenge today. Wellness Company and their doctors are medical professionals you can trust. And they're... Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we are not just back, but I'm setting everything up now for the remaining balance of the show. Okay. And uh, it's going to get pretty intense here. Okay. I'm putting myself on screen because um, just because Deb Jordan has no idea which direction I'm going sometimes. And she just sits there and goes, oh my God, did he just say that? You know, not, not that I'm going to say anything dangerous. Um, 
but we're gonna we're gonna get to speaking of dangerous this uh, this danger zone that we're in okay uh, I'm gonna begin uh, with a short clip all right when we talk about Joe Biden and Ukraine and Zelensky now remember Joe Biden has gotten away with massive being involved and of course they scrub the lines of accountability because he's got the entire Central Intelligence Agency <laughs> you know detaching uh, Joe Biden from all of his dirty deeds Rudy Giuliani went to Ukraine with uh, Chanel Rion um, that bomb bomb bombshell expose yeah you could like Rudy Giuliani you could dislike him you could whatever you could have an opinion you could not have an opinion you could know about this you could not know about this but guess what these are facts that what was tracked through Rudy Giuliani's and Chanel Rion's I, I have the entire archived series of the investigation nobody has ever done anything about it they've overthrown the Ukraine nobody's ever done anything about it Victoria Newland installed people in a government a duly elected government normally installs their own people no she installed people this is in the Ukraine it's 2013 2014 George Soros being not only directly involved in that but he ran and, and helped finance an operation through the Prologue Corporation with Roman Kupchinsky. Uh, they were a propaganda outlet, media, you know, First Amendment protections normally. They had an office in the United States in Manhattan. They had to remove that because it was a CIA operation in Manhattan. They were found out. But the International Renaissance Foundation that was operating in the Ukraine was not only helping uh, propel and finance the, the operation, um, but ladies and gentlemen, they were also on the ground training, you know, dissenters and installing Svoboda party members. And, uh, and it is right out in the open, their, their role, the CIA's role, um, and the anti-Soviet era, okay? They debated as to whether or not they should be supporting the Nazi movement. And they decided to do it because the Nazis were anti-Soviet. Of course, they went in and slaughtered 30 million people. So, you know, uh, way back in the day. Now, now I'm going to set the stage. Uh, I'm going to present to you um, right now just a, a clip as to what's going on with the EU. And it was on Redacted. It's called Redacted. If you're not familiar with Redacted, um, I suggest you become familiar with Redacted. Okay. Um, they had Tucker Carlson on yesterday, believe it or not. <laughs> um, let me open this up. You're going to listen to a guy. Uh, out of the EU, uh, I heard this this morning. It was uh, remarkable. But let, um, let me put this on the screen here. Hold on a second. Mm -hmm. Hold on a second. Duplicate shot. Poor Deb Jordan. Don't you like it when I take you off the screen because you have <laughs> no idea where I'm, I'm going to go? But I am going to go. I'm going to tell you that right now. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So. Uh, let's go to this redacted clip and it's going to lead right into 
we're literally right on the precipice of NATO uh, going to battle with Russia. We are. I'm going to present that case, but listen to what's going on in the EU, okay? In the EU. Here it is. Love these guys. Are British and American soldiers about to be sent to Ukraine to fight against Russia? Politicians are warning that a tricky trade agreement called the Permanent Structured Cooperation, we're going to call it PESCO, could be used to pull the UK right back into the EU by military cooperation. Uh, Jim Ferguson is a former parliamentary candidate and a businessman and entrepreneur based in the UK. He's been warning about this issue. So thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, it's my pleasure to be here now. Thanks for having me on the show. Okay, so can you explain this? You say that Ursula von der Leyen is sort of masterminding a way to re-encompass the UK in order to build out an army, which would then draw soldiers into a war, a land war against Russia or whoever else next, right? Can you explain that? Yeah, absolutely. First of all, I think it's important to point out the disaster that the Ukraine war against Russia has been. I mean, we, we've seen about between 600 and 700,000 Ukrainian soldiers killed in this pointless war. And it's not for the reasons they've been stating. There's a lot of money laundering going on. There's a lot of other things that are happening there. But what, what's concerning me here, uh, Natalie, is that Ursula von der Leyen is essentially looking at subsuming all of the militaries within the European Union member states. So she's wanting absolute control over all of them. It's not correct to call it an EU army. It is a defence union. And you're quite correct in pointing out about PESCO, and, and I'll explain what that means in a minute, because it's, it's, it's not what people think it is. However, what's really important here is that what they're going to want to do, and this will encompass British nuclear uh, deterrence. So effectively, Germans, Ursula von der Leyen and her friends in Germany and Brussels will be in charge of Britain's nuclear trident fleet, along with the British military, the British army, the Royal Air Force, the Royal Navy. But it gets a lot worse than that because they also want the security apparatus. Now, collectively, that's known as the Secret Intelligence Service or the SIS. But that encompasses our internal security services being MI5 and our foreign intelligence services being MI6. But it also uh, encompasses GCHQ in Cheltenham, which is a worldwide global listening post that deals with highly sensitive communications. Now, that also will go on to frontline policing. So it's not going to stop there. It will actually go on to policing and command structures there as well. The incredible thing is that this will also go into the industry with a single point command uh, in and control overseen by Brussels. And people have been saying, well, you know, how could this have happened? Well, people have been warning about it. So for example, Sir Richard Dearlove, the former head of MI6, is quoted as saying, uh, placing any significant equities in Brussels would be a huge mistake. Now, he's one of the most respected former heads of MI6, I think, that the, the country has ever had. He was a true patriot, an incredibly intelligent man, and he understands deeply the risks involved. I mean, it goes back to even 1984 when Margaret Thatcher was in charge. They tried to do it then with her. She was having none of it. But when Tony Blair got into power, followed by um, the likes of Theresa May, of course, Richie Sunak, um, backed up by Jeremy Hunt, 
we are now witnessing potentially a, a major sellout of um, our British military uh, capability, but also the British people. So and can I just stop was, you and ask a question about yeah, intentionality then? Because yeah. I, I think that British voters might say, wait, we voted for Brexit. We voted not to yeah. be aligned with the European Union. And so is it, I called it sneaky in the beginning, but what you seem to be saying is that politicians understand that this is sort of a re-stitching of the, of the bounds that were broken. Um, so are you sort of saying that these politicians understand what they're doing and this is maybe what one uh, politician called a trade agreement that either replaces or reinforces NATO? Yeah, well, I mean, what, what you've got is you've got some uh, conservative MPs that are being sort of uh, mollycoddled. They're, they're, they're sort of being brought in and, and tempted to, to go along with this. But the Tory grandees that, that knew exactly what was involved, they thought that by going along with it, that they were going to get defence contracts for their own constituencies. Oh, but of that's course. not going to happen, right? That's not going to happen because Ursula von der Leyen has stated that there will be one single EU-appointed defence contractor that will be chosen uh, by Brussels, and it's the contractor for the whole arrangement. In other words, every bullet, every bomb, every artillery, artillery and tank round that's going to be manufactured by this single defence contractor will be chosen by Brussels. The UK will have no say in it. And she's gone on to say that there will be no negotiation. So it's important to point out they're not building an EU army. People have said they're building an EU army. They're not. They're simply taking over all the existing militaries within the frameworks that exist within their member states. And of course, you're quite correct to point out that Britain voted to leave. Britain voted for Brexit. However, what the people didn't realise was that when it came to defence and security, that was not part of the arrangement. Theresa May signed that off before anybody could get a chance to analyse what was really going on. Now, the, the other really important thing here is that this will give them a full political union with tax implications. So that means that the British taxpayer could end up funding a lot of this uh, as if we didn't have enough to, to worry about. But the bureaucratic, the, the bureaucratic arrangements, they're already there. They're ready to go. And the civil servants think that it's going to be some kind of a la carte menu that they can choose what to take part in or, or what not to know. It's oh, all did they learn that from once. COVID? When, <laughs> when, uh, yeah, right. Okay, uh, that's like well, that's a silly dream. Yeah, it, it it is. But the other thing to point out that there is no technical difficulties in any of this, because these control systems have been built by the Royal Navy to NATO standards, and at the flick of a switch this can all be transferred across. This is, this is supported by the bureaucrats. This is supported by the civil service because they think they're going to get to pick and choose. They won't. And I'll just finish off by saying that the, 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 per, the person that actually uh, built this system is a former Royal Navy engineer. But um, in terms of a national veto, because ve some people have said, well, we'll have a national veto. If there's something that the EU are going to try to do, we've got a national veto. Well, Ursula von der Leyen has, has, has stated and it's on the record, and she's, she's basically said there will be no veto in defence and security. So you've got Cameron and Ritchie in there. Uh, they've already said to the defence heads of staff, there's no more funding for you. They've been denied in, in, in uh, a number of meetings where 
the defence heads of the department that said, look, we need more funding if we're potentially going to fight a war with Russia. We need more. We need more funding. They've said, no, you're not getting it. But what they are trying to do, Natalie, is they're trying to basically sign over our military capability, our defence and security apparatus in its entirety. By the way, there is no pick and choose and there is no national veto. If they do this, if these globalist parasites like Sunak and Hunt get away with doing this, then it's only a matter of time before they find themselves in a position where they've no national veto and our military are being deployed potentially in Ukraine to fight against Russia. But it gets worse because Ursula von der Leyen may well decide to call up the British reserves, the special forces, the paras, the marines. It's all part of it. I'm going to I'm going to back that up. OK, and I want you to listen to this part right here, because this is the launching point. Here it is. Launching point for this discussion. Well, Navy engineer. But um, in terms of a national veto, because some people have said, well, we'll have a national veto. If there's something that the EU are going to try to do. We've got a national veto. Well, Ursula von der Leyen has, has, has stated, and it's on the record, and she's, she's basically said there will be no veto in defence and security. So you've got Cameron and Ritchie in there. Uh, they've already said to the defence heads of staff, there's no more funding for you. They've been denied in, in, in uh, a number of meetings where the defence heads of department have said, look, we need more funding if we're potentially going to fight a war with Russia. We need more. We need more funding. They've said, no, you're not getting it. But what they are trying to do, Natalie, is they're trying to basically sign over our military capability, our defence and security apparatus in its entirety. By the way, there is no pick and choose and there is no national veto. If they do this, if these globalist parasites like Sunak and Hunt get away with doing this, then it's only a matter of time before they find themselves in a position where they've no national veto and our military are being deployed potentially in Ukraine to fight against Russia. But it gets worse because Ursula von der Leyen may well decide to call up the British reserves the special forces, the paras, the marines, it's all part of it. And then, of course, you've got conscription. They may decide they're really going to go for Russia and they're start, going to start to call up people, civilians, uh, to, to put them into some kind of military capability. And we've seen the meat grinder that is the Ukraine-Russia war. And the last thing I want to see is that happening to British people. We've got enough to be concerned about without that. These people that are running the show are globalists. They are not loyal to the people of the countries that elect them. They're loyal to their globalist masters. In the World Economic Forum, the United Nations, the World Health Organization and many others. And it's high time that people realize that. And there is no credible opposition because Sir Keir Starmer of the Labour Party, the official opposition to the Conservatives, they are Davos people too. They are okay, now, uh, now imagine this. Now this is what's going on in the EU. Uh, there's pushback by the people. People don't want to go to war. They're pushing it forward anyway in opposition to the quote-unquote populist movement. All right. Uh, now let's combine that news out of the EU. They're maneuvering. They're wanting to push towards uh, war with Russia. Okay. And, and now let's uh, listen to a report that was just done. I'm going to do two successive reports two days, okay, because Jack Basobic is doing uh, great reporting on this particular issue, and here it is. 
Ah. Uh, really? Really? Why would that not be going through? Why would that not be playing through? I don't know. But I will certainly find out. Hold on one second. Uh... Ah, here we go. Here we go. Sorry about that. Here we go. Biden says a week and a half ago, we are going to defend our allies in NATO. Now, Schultz says we've got to go to a national emergency war footing for allies, which gives him dictatorial power. So it's not coming. They now are officially taking the gun off safety, Jack. Yeah, Alex, I remember uh, the, the Germans don't have a great history with when their chancellors declare emergency power. And I think the, I'll tell you, the Russians certainly remember the history of when German chancellors call for emergency powers. Uh, you, sometimes they wait for a crisis. They wait for a fire at something called the Reichstag, maybe. I don't know. I'm just being hypothetical. Look. People need to be very serious about this because the chips are already falling. We're not telling you what we think is going to happen. We're telling you what is exactly happening right now. That's why I was able to come on this program yesterday and say, keep an eye on Germany. Then the first thing, Alex, I woke up this morning, I was looking at Germany and I sent you the message. I said, look, the Germans are calling for emergency powers. They're an emergency declaration. Why? And think about it. Germany's now, in an economic... Just the day before uh, Jack Posobiec was... Uh, he, he put the word out. Uh, and I just want you to listen to just the, the beginning of this presentation right here. Just the day before Jack Posobiec is reporting. Alex, there's one last use that they have for Zelensky. There's one last use because he, they tried to turn him into a hero. That's run its course. That's now expired. But there's one last use that they have for Zelensky. And the play would be to turn him into a martyr. And I hope for his sake and for his family's sake that he say, sees that. And I'll say what I said earlier to Bannon. Zelensky, if you're here in the U.S., if you're in the United States, if you're in Washington, D.C., you're right down the street from me here, don't go and worry about the U.S. military. March yourself into Speaker Johnson's office and come clean. Come clean on the Biden crime family. Come clean on Burisma. Come clean on Hillary Clinton. Come clean on everything that the Clinton Foundation was. Remember, the number one source of funds for the Clinton Foundation was always Ukrainian oligarchs. So Zelensky will give you immunity. We'll give you the witness protection. We'll give Give you a nice tracksuit. We'll give you a nice place down Brighton Beach, Sunny Isle, wherever you want to go. It's time to come clean, defect, and come clean to the people of the world and lay bare the crimes of the globalists. And because you know them, and deep down you know that they used you and they exploited you, they've killed the flower of the Ukrainian youth. Go out a hero and do the right thing. Now, uh, Ladies and gentlemen, again, back to what he said the following day, which was uh, uh, yesterday. Here it is. I'm replaying this. You need to take this in. This is what's going on behind the scenes, behind this charade that was going on between Zelensky and Biden and Congress blocking because they control uh, the purse strings, of course their emergency power. And I think, the, I'll tell you, the Russians certainly remember the history of when German chancellors call for emergency powers. Uh, you, sometimes they wait for a crisis. They wait for a fire at something called the Reichstag, maybe. I don't know. I'm just being hypothetical. Look, people need to be very serious about this because the chips are already 
falling. We're not telling you what we think is going to happen. We're telling you what is exactly happening right now. That's why I was able to come on this program yesterday and say, keep an eye on Germany. Then the first thing, Alex, I woke up this morning, I was looking at Germany and I sent you the message. I said, look, the Germans are calling for emergency powers. They're an emergency declaration. Why? And think about it. Germany's in an economic free fall right now because of the Nord Stream 2 situation, because their energy sector is completely destroyed. Their energy inputs that they were getting were done. You know what that means? All the German cars, right? Every single German car brand, the luxury brands, they're getting the squeeze now. So they're going to be forced directly to deal more with economic deals in China. Now the CCP comes in. Now she gets his, uh, his beak involved there. Then you get the aircraft, you get the airliners. Now the EU is going to have to turn economically more towards who? To China. So who really wins, who really benefits on both ends of this is China because they're economically going to reap the windfall from Germany. But on the military side, we're going to see the U.S. push more for these allies. You're going to see the push through Germany, and then you're going to see the push through. We don't know who the next Polish prime minister is going to be, but it looks like it's going to be Donald Tusk. Um, and if it is Donald Tusk, you are going to see who this is. It. This is this guy was the president of the EU. He is one of the biggest apparatchiks of the EU, and he will fall directly in line with anything the globalists want. The globalists are about to take over uh, Poland because the Polish government had been too close to Zelensky, and the people got mad. The problem is the ones that are going to take care of it are even the direct, actual globalists straight from Brussels. We need the left to wake back up and stop going along with this insanity. That's exactly right, Alex. You need to get find people. Find If it's Jill Stein, if it's a Green Party, I don't care if it's code blue or code pink, whatever it is, if you're anti-war, if you're anti-this, then in, in this fight, you are my ally because I will stand with you if you stand against World War III. Well, how about anti-end of the world? It's not even anti-war yes. now. How about anti-death? Yeah. And this is what we well, this is what we talked about with with Elon that that we said if you are on Team Humanity, you must join Team Humanity. It isn't about right or left anymore. It it isn't about any of that. It is about what do you want for the next thousand years of human civilization to look like? If you want that to be ashes and destruction, then you can stand with Team Death. But as for me, I'll be on Team Humanity. That's right. Are you on Team Humanity right now? Then you must have your spidey senses up and recognize, just like I said, uh, that we are literally uh, in the danger zone. Uh, when, I, when I reported, I opened up this morning uh, and said, here it is, that because of the impeachment, we're now in the danger zone. Uh, there is an entity, and it has nothing to do with Biden. Biden is the the puppet that, that gets this stuff done on behalf of the CIA. He's been operating that way for many, many years. Uh, he is a tool. He's a he's got a lot of um, uh, luggage or collateral over his head. Um, but ultimately, Trump is not going up against Biden. Biden is the puppet of a regime state. Uh, that knows that it doesn't exist if, if Trump is in. So they will stop at nothing uh, to kill. And they already have. Look at what Biden uh, did with the Ukraine, you know, just supplying them with all those munitions. Uh, they've been laundering those things too, the amount of weapons that are unaccounted for going into the, the UK. We got trolls. We got trolls in the uh, 
You know, we love the trolls. Uh, I, and by the way, you FBI trolls, stick around because I'm going to bury you in just um, a few minutes here in the next segment. Um, I, I do want to, um, before I, I cut out on this particular segment, uh, tell everybody that um, uh, Dr. Peter McCullough will be coming on this afternoon. Um, and I want you guys to do a couple of things. Number one, uh, we're going to offer with a couple of minutes of Q&A. You got to be in our locals chat. Join us tonight, PeteSantilli.locals.com forward slash support. All right. Use promo code Trump, by the way. You get a free month if you're not already a subscriber. Um, join us behind the scenes backstage when I do that interview with Dr. Peter McCullough. We'll do a Q&A. Uh, and those best questions will be posed to Dr. Peter McCullough and answered. So those are uh, uh, those opportunities available only to our uh, subscribers. The Wellness Company and our partnership with the Wellness Company, uh, we recommend that you pick up the uh, COVID. Uh, I'm sorry, the medical emergency kit, which is it just goes in your your bug out bag. And it gets prescribed. He'll be talking uh, about this because he's advocating for it and why. You're going to hear why. It's going to be an urgent message from Dr. Peter McCullough. But you get all of uh, the pharmaceuticals that are going to be cut off. You have them prescribed to you. You have them available and on hand in the event the supply chain breaks down. And then, of course, the election variant kit uh, and spike support. So we'll be talking about that with Dr. Peter McCullough, but tying it to why you need to have this stuff on hand why he's involved, uh, why the uh, emergency uh, medical kit exists, and the COVID, or I call, I'm calling it the election variant uh, preparedness kit that includes ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, budesonide, and a nebulizer contained in that kit. It's an important kit. So uh, join us tonight. So ladies and gentlemen, they will stop at nothing, okay? They will stop at nothing to kill us, to launch the biggest, I mean, these globalists uh, are on a, 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 a tirade here. Um, they know that if Trump gets in, they're all done. And, and, and that's why uh, they have to stop Trump at all costs. Of course, you've got, uh, I, I do wanna mention something here, um, just, just a quick little blurb. Uh, about something that, um, speaking the danger zone, uh, they're going after Elon Musk. Uh, they're going after Tucker Carlson. Um, Tucker Carlson is doing a great job, uh, ladies and gentlemen, building his own network. He's announced uh, the, the uh, Tucker Carlson Network, TCN, and that announcement uh, just came. Listen to this. They told you the guys torching Wendy's in 2020 were mostly peaceful. They said that masks worked. They told you the vax was safe. They've tried to convince you that Russia blew up its own pipeline. The corporate media lied too much, and it killed them. We're driving to see Julian Assange. Believe me when I wait, tell wait, you. Wait, wait, wait. I should be no. boycotting Bud Light. Fantastic job. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> that was amazing. 
They told you the guys torching Wendy's in 2020 were mostly peaceful. They said that masks worked. They told you the vax was safe. They've tried to convince you that Russia blew up its own pipeline. The corporate media lied too much, and it killed them. We're driving to see Julian Assange. Believe me when I wait, tell wait, you. Wait, wait, wait. I should be no. boycotting Bud Light. Fantastic job. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> that was amazing. Now, uh, I, I made a clip here because I want to put a message out to everybody. Uh, Tucker Carlson, um, he's got his angel investors. He's independent. He's spun off from Fox News. He's putting out the truth, and I think you guys believe that. Um, and then on top of that, we've got uh, uh, Owen Schroyer uh, is his first guest on the Tucker Carlson Network. Check this out. And then on, on, across the bottom of the screen, um, I'm in a big, huge, not just to, you know, survive, but to, to, th but to thrive. We're going into an important time right now. Red alert, red alert, red alert. So we're in the danger zone. Uh, become an angel investor. If you're interested in earning a return on your investment, of course, $1,000 or more, uh, you're going to text ANGEL1000 to 844-837-837. Uh, five one five two. I've gotten everything in place. Take me a while, actually, because I wanted to make sure it gets documented. You invest in us. We'll give you a share of the Peace Antilles show and our growth. Um, so if you're interested in investing in us, uh, and uh, by the way, if you are an angel investor and you've already um, you've already uh, invested in us, I want to make sure you're on that list because I'm going to have a a, a, a a call just for potential investors. Angel 1000 to 844-837-5132. Here's the announcement on uh, about um, Owen Schroyer. I haven't seen the, the full interview yet. I mean, you weren't even accused of going inside the Capitol building on January 6th. You were not accused of setting anything on fire or committing any act of violence. So, I mean, on what grounds could they steal your cell phones and violate your most basic privacies. I, I don't understand that. Like, what's the crime? Well, the whole notion that the U.S. attorneys was arguing is that somehow I was behind the entire event that day. That's what their whole notion is, is that somehow I led the charge for what resulted in January 6th and people going into the Capitol and everything else. And I wanted to prove beyond a reasonable doubt, look, here's all my communications. That was never anybody's plan. I had nothing to do with that. I never went in the building. And they acknowledged that. They acknowledged that. And they still decided to come down heavy handed on me. But it's worth mentioning too, Tucker, Part of the process here with me turning all of this over and cooperating, my attorney and my understanding was that they weren't going to press for jail time. That was the mutual understanding that we had here. And then they tried to hit me with 120 days. And I'm not curious if that didn't come from the minds of the U.S. attorneys, but perhaps someone higher up at the DOJ, I might even believe it's at the very top of the DOJ, maybe Merrick Garland is the one who's trying to put me yeah. behind bars and make an example out of me. So on the Tucker Carlson network, uh, it's going to be people-powered, people-funded, right? Uh, we are people-powered, people-funded. Uh, by the way, Owen Schroyer uh, will be coming on the show once he gets through, because I want him in, 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 in front of as many eyeballs and ears 
as he possibly can. But I've already got a commitment that he's going to he's going to come on the show. So I'm going to be doing an interview with him uh, here. And I'll have that locked in in the next couple of days. All right. Invest in us. Right now is the time we get a rally and invest in us. Invest in us. We're going to take a stand here, folks, like never before. It's the countdown to 2024. It's the most important election year. You want, when I say invest in us, we want to make sure we rally. We make sure that we're strong. And we're going to talk about, um, we're going to talk about these attacks upon Tucker, these attacks upon Elon Musk. Here. I have, I have a news report. Look at the attack upon uh, Elon Musk. FCC commissioner said that Biden gave federal agencies the green light to target Elon Musk. And is there any credibility to that? Look at them targeting Elon Musk. Look at the massive. Now, we're not beholden to any corporate sponsors, so they can't all get together and gang up and say, that they're not going to sponsor us because it doesn't exist. We're in the fight of our lives. They're going to be the most important year of your life, of my life. So uh, $1,000 or more to invest in us with a return. And hopefully somebody, you know, we have a super angel investor. That'd be great too. But you're going to get a return on your investment. I'll have it documented um, and get uh, text angel 1000 to 844-837-5132. And we're getting ready to go into 2024. That's what you're investing in. We're going to take a stand. We're going to fight. We're going to talk about the attacks upon the Dilly meme team. And I'm going to go formally and officially on the record as to what we're going to do to defend them. Uh, we'll talk about that in a moment. And Deb's going to kind of open up that discussion. But again, text ANGEL 1000-844-837-5132. Tucker's off and running. Infowars is off and running, you know, reinstated on X. They're going to have their stuff wide open. Oh, nice. The CIA calling from Peru. We got trolls in there. Uh, mm -hmm. it's, uh, funny how that works. We're going to stand and fight. We're not going to back down. We're never going to give in, no matter what, you guys. I'm telling you. Step up, angel investors. Join me. Let's join together. Let's do this thing. All right, Deb Jordan. Yes. Uh, I want to, uh, if you don't mind, before we go to the next topic, uh, I want to show uh, everybody an example. Um, of what these globalists are doing, they will stop at nothing. And I mean, they will stop at nothing. Um, yep. Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum and these globalists. Um, uh, two years ago, they said that, well, anyways, let me keep my mouth shut. You'll see what, what they said um, right here. COVID-19 pandemic has shaken our economies and societies to the core and shown us how vulnerable we are to biological threats. In the digital world, similar risks are being overlooked right now. A cyber attack with COVID-like characteristics would spread faster and further than any biological virus. Its reproductive rate would be around 10 times greater than what we've experienced with the coronavirus. To give you an idea, one of the fastest worms in history 
The 2003 Slammer Sapphire Worm doubled in size approximately every 8.5 seconds, infecting over 75,000 devices in 10 minutes and almost 11 million devices in 24 hours. Fortunately, at least until now, cyber attacks have not impacted our health the way pandemics have, but the economic damages and therefore the impact they have had on our daily lives have been equal and sometimes even greater. Yeah, you see, the only way to stop the exponential propagation of a COVID-like cyber threat is to fully disconnect the millions of vulnerable devices from one another and from the internet. All of this in a matter of days. A single day without the internet would cost our economies more than 50 billion US dollars. And that's before considering the economic and societal damages should these devices be linked to essential services, such as transport or healthcare. As the digital realm increasingly merges with our physical world, the ripple effects of cyber attacks on our safety just keep on expanding at a faster pace than what we're preparing for. COVID-19 was known as an anticipated risk. So is the digital equivalent. Let's be better prepared for that one. The time is now. Did you hear what he referred to as the digital equivalent of COVID-19? Now remember this. They created COVID-19. DARPA aerosolized it. Then uh, it was transported from Fort Detrick, okay? Mm -hmm. Gain of function testing. No, the bioweapons development, we'll call it. Right. It's a bioweapon development. And Fort Detrick was too dangerous. They shipped it out to Wuhan. Hmm. Then there was an accidental or on-purpose release. And then, of course, the true crime thereafter was the cover-up. Averill Haynes in the room, event 201, talking about how they were going to flood the zone and stifle anybody out, putting disinformation out there about a Wuhan lab leak. And then there was so much overwhelming evidence, Averill Haynes from the CIA and the CCP CDC director, um, there was so much evidence about the lab leak that came out, especially when the seven CIA whistleblowers blew the whistle on it, Mm -hmm. and they were bribed to keep their mouths shut. Um, But guess who was put in charge of the investigation on the lab leak that the CIA agents said that they were being threatened and bribed to keep Mm -hmm. their mouths shut? April Haynes was was. put in charge as the director of the DNI. So so when they they tell you that COVID-19's coming and you better keep your mouth shut about conspiracy theories about a Wuhan lab leak and we're going to cover it up, And the CIA is going to be behind it in cooperation with the CCP. When you hear the World Economic Forum saying that a cyber attack's coming or the digital equivalent of COVID-19, well, if they invented COVID-19, do you think they'll invent a cyber attack? Indeed, they will. Indeed, they will. Mm -hmm. Indeed, they will. It's coming. All right. Another thing that is coming, uh, when they throw a guy in jail, all right, Deb, when they throw a guy in jail because he created a meme and they said that he was an election meddler, yeah. all right? Uh, when we all of a sudden start getting grumblings, and I say grumblings, uh, massive grumblings. This yeah. is a New York Times article. Look at that thing. Th- this article is unbelievable. How many pages? Of this article, breaking it down. I, I had against, to call it. I had to call it pages long. 
look at this. Look, look at this, you yeah. guys. Uh, we printed it up. We have to because they go in and edit stuff because they're going to get sued. Mm -hmm. um, but look at this. How many pages? Uh, going after Brendan Dilly from the Dilly meme team. Mm -hmm. Okay. So uh, in case you guys don't know who it is. Oh, I'm going to show you who it is. We here play in a their memes all the time, right? And his team. Ramble Rants is like one of my favorite. And Leah, they're fantastic. Uh, and, and what they did, Pete, that I noticed in this article, they effectively doxed some of his team because they don't go by their, their names. So they put their real names out there and said where they lived, the proximity, well, the state, the town. <laughs> it let's, won't be hard for for the for the little let, let's let's show you on one let's so, show you a really great example of the work they do especially uh with ai right mm -hmm. and bargain collectively and i will fight back against so-called right to work right to work is wrong for workers and wrong for america now having said all this why aren't i 50 points ahead you might ask well, the choice for working families has never been clearer. I need your help to get Donald Trump's record out to everybody. Nobody should be fooled. He proudly declared himself 100% right to work. He even hired a union-busting firm to break up an organizing campaign at his hotel in Las Vegas, where you are right now. And he'd build up his wealth by stiffing small businesses and contractor. That goes against everything we stand for as a country. My dad was a small business. I'm just businessman. I'm just one. happy he never Watch did this one. Today. And yesterday was today, yesterday. Tomorrow will be today, tomorrow. So live today. So the future today will be as the past today as it is tomorrow. Today is today. So, they My favorite are one absolutely abs. What? Go ahead. My favorite one to this day, and the one that uh, today you, is today. You help go viral is. Now, I ain't saying she's a vote rigger. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It was genius. It was. They've put out several genius, not several. Oh my gosh, they've been. Listen, the this team and Brendan Dilly has effectively destroyed Ron DeSantis, and you know, I mean, they just they're relentless, and they go after him, and they go after Joe Biden, and um, the New York Times had to, has decided that with all of the work that the Dilly meme team has done for President Trump, surely it equates to a dollar watch. amount. That's right. Now watch this, okay? Of course, everything equates to a dollar amount, right? Well, now they're saying uh, that they are acting like a super PAC. Oh, oh yeah. And well, if they have contributed over oh my god over six thousand dollars okay well that uh, they are allowed well then to. how much money are they paying for ballot harvesting how yeah. about that how about I mean, that oh, don't they uh, account for that isn't that a campaign contribution 
Nobody held accountable to that. But listen, here's another example of what they do. Watch this. Mm -hmm. The American people are looking for answers and they're looking for hope. the Millie, uh, the Millie, the Dilly main team. Mm-hmm. We're going to stand by them. We stand by President Trump. And that's right. We got to monetize it all. We are. And we will. And we will crush your communism. It's called free market capitalism, you communist. At the New York Times, right? Just as that's right. You're all going to be arrested. You stand by Trump. We're going to stand by the Dilly main team putting stuff out like this. This is great. Absolutely right. Now, we're going to stand mm. behind the Dilly meme team, period. Mm-hmm. We've been big fans. Shoot, Deb introduced me to him, and I just started <laughs> taking on to it. I'm like, wow, I this is powerful. I, I we built it him. into the show. What's the New York Times going to do? Come after me because I'm I'm, I'm putting out and helping uh, promote the Dilly meme team, and people like their stuff, and they start sharing it. And then um, uh, those that are helping to promote President Trump's message actually hire somebody to like Maxine Waters hire somebody to do <laughs> to do her printing right uh, listen we've that it was her family that. members that were running the print shop and nobody's ever held them into account um, 
uh, for funneling money and money laundering, taking so, campaign contributions. And hold on a second. Mm -hmm. You ready? And here's yeah. what I'm going to say to cap. I'm going to put this message out. We're going to put this request. We stand by. Not only do we stand by the Dilly meme team, we're going to tell you freaking communists we are coming after you mm. hard. Okay? And guess what? Not with bullets either because one bullet will only kill one person. Okay? Mm -hmm. But one Dilly meme will literally extinguish and eradicate communism. Okay? Potentially. That's what we're looking to do. We're looking to do the equivalent of gassing you in a concentration camp of memes. Well, I think what everybody needs to know, too, is the Ron DeSantis team, uh, only one of them came out and admitted that they actually did uh, interview with the New York Times for this hit piece, right? Uh, Bill Mitchell uh, put out, I think it was a week or two ago, that he where he posted that he was doing a he was going to meet with the new york times to talk about uh brendan dilly and the meme team and then of course mm. uh, we're hearing that that several others of these influencers met with the new york times and then of course you're regular but yeah. but what this is pete so you guys remember that when you go to vote okay you remember what they did uh, but it, I think what we're looking at here is they also um, got legal opinions on um, on financial campaigns, uh, how you finance a campaign. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Katina. How you finance a campaign, and they are effectively uh, accusing Brendan Dilley and the uh, the and his meme team of campaign fraud and coordinating with Trump and his core campaign mm. to put out this advertisement that is reaching millions of people and they are so bent out of shape over the millions and millions of people worldwide that the Dilly meme, meme team is reaching on a daily basis and they can't have it so they have to they have to figure out a way to sit, to call it illegal so they can shut him down mm. and you know and not only that but accuse trump of something else that's right, right? all right now listen uh we're gonna have to segue you ready um ladies and gentlemen today okay on lfa i'm gonna break some stuff down that will show and demonstrate that what i went through i gotta bring this back folks Mm -hmm. I'm bringing it back because now a judge has signed off and said that, you know, what we always suspected the government was doing conspiracy theory wise, we caught them in our cases. Mm -hmm. Right. I was right at the center of broadcasting to millions of people crushing the mainstream media. Mm -hmm. And what did the mainstream media do? You know, they piled on, they came in, they disparaged me. And and I'm going to prove it to you. I mean, ABC News, you know, wrote up a hit piece. We'll be covering that in our show this afternoon uh, for LFA. But check out this news report. Let's go back in time and listen. They featured me. I was all over the mainstream media. I'll give you an example of that. But we're going to bury them this afternoon. 
A deadly turn of events sparking even more distrust between the FBI and a group of angry militiamen in rural Oregon. One rancher killed and conflicting eyewitness accounts adding fuel to the fire in the nearly month-long armed standoff. Tonight, questions about how this will end. Here's ABC's Neil Karlinski. Authorities said it was supposed to be a careful and peaceful traffic stop, but instead it ended in the shooting death of Robert Lavoy Finnicum, a rancher turned malicious spokesman. A takedown that also left the leaders of his group handcuffed on the ground. Tonight, the scene has turned into a rallying cry for the armed occupiers at a remote wildlife refuge here who took over this land in early January. They're calling Lavoy a hero in the Patriot movement, his picture now spreading online, wrongfully taken out, they say, by overly aggressive law enforcement. I believe Lavoy Fennecum was murdered. The FBI and local police won't explain how it all happened or even name Finnicum as the man killed by police gunfire. I'm disappointed that a traffic stop yesterday that was supposed to bring peaceful resolution to this ended badly. But one alleged eyewitness says he was just walking with his hands in the air. He's like, just shoot me, man. This is what you want to shoot me. And they did. They shot him dead. In an audio interview posted to YouTube, Victoria Sharp, seen here in this video shot by ABC News earlier this month at the refuge, says she was in the car with Finnicum when it all went down. He was just walking with his hands in the air, and I fought. I swear to God. And then after he was down on the ground, he shot him three more times. But like so much in this bizarre occupation, the story is not so clear. Yet another alleged witness says Finnegan wasn't executed. He charged under law enforcement. He was not on his knees. He was not none of that. He was none of that nonsense. You know that. Was but by the way, that man right there—that's him—got paid a hundred thousand dollars by the FBI to set up the ambush and the murder of the boy Finnegan. He right there. is. He. He is the number one FBI informant that, that was guy at the right there. National Wildlife Refuge. Yeah. Yeah. That was a miscommunication. One of the occupiers, Pete Santilli, live streamed his approach to the FBI blockade after he heard that shots had been fired. If they've taken Ammon into custody, okay, it's time for, there's women and children up there, okay? There's women and children. Hey. We need to go get them out. He was then taken into custody. That is surrounding us. There's no firearms in the car, sir. Please don't aim the rifle. Sir, and no guess what they did right there, ladies and gentlemen? This is a nut. That right there was edited video, okay? While they were talking, they actually cut away from the video. Uh, while they were talking right there, they were literally pointing guns in Deb, Je Deb Jordan's face. Mm -hmm. The FBI stuck their gun in there and pointed the gun right at your face, didn't they? Sure did. And ABC News selectively edited that to not show uh, that the FBI agents uh, were, were doing that, okay? Um, this is really important. We're gonna, we're gonna break this down uh, on today's show and how it relates to January 6th. From the beginning, police have found this strange standoff challenging, fearing a bloodbath if they moved in too quick. Anytime you have people dug in that are armed uh, and that they are making certain demands and are saying they're not going to leave until they get those demands, you've now set up a dynamic where there's a potential for violence, obviously. 
So is there a way to back out of that? While we still don't know the details of the deadly traffic stop, Finnegan himself almost seemed to predict that tensions were about to escalate in an interview just posted by the Oregonian on YouTube. The tenor has changed. They have become more hardened. They're doing all the things that shows that they want to take some kinetic action against us. They do not intend on losing here. And we do not intend giving it back to them. But tonight, the area is on lockdown, now sealed off by heavily armed FBI SWAT teams at roadblocks eight miles out, as we found out when approaching. You need to go back out and stay outside that sign, please. Okay, we'll do. Well, those guys meant business. In all, eight key members of the occupation are now under arrest, facing a federal charge of conspiracy to impede U.S. officers by use of force. And Ammon Bundy, the leader of the occupation, is among those now in FBI custody. In a surprise move tonight, his lawyer called for an end Without to the standoff. Leaders, right now, I'm asking the federal government to allow the people at the refuge to go home without being prosecuted. Words he says Bundy wanted him to share. To those remaining at the refuge, I love you. Let us take this fight from here. Please stand down. But the circumstances of Finnegan's death could be making the occupiers nervous. They told us that we could safely leave. Well, the group that was leaving has a dead man in it, so it depends on what you believe. The standoff began in early January when several dozen militiamen led by Bundy and Finnegan took over the remote refuge when no one was there. This refuge here is rightfully owned by the people. And we... Um, we and you know what? I'm going to say this. That's a fact. Mm -hmm. That was the that premise. The, the, it was a fact mm -hmm. that that and, and it still exists to this day. Um, mm -hmm. And when I report one thing you did not hear in any of this is there were 450 FBI agents mm -hmm. that were sent out there. And Uranium One was concerned about a peaceful resolution because of the deal that they had. They became, Uranium One was became Oregon Energy. Mm -hmm. I broadcast the fact that Hillary Clinton received $130 million from Uranium One people. There were letters going back and forth to the Obama administration. James Comey dispatched 450 agents. The FBI informant was paid $100,000. And they say, uh, we don't know how things set up. Guess what? It was not only set up, um, but the FBI coordinated an ambush of Americans to slaughter them and, and also get the Oregon State Trooper so whipped up they fired provocative rounds and then covered it up and let me prove it to you. I'm going to dig into this thing. We're going to bury them. And guess what? Federal judges now, after seeing all the information, is saying that all of this crap that they'd started doing, dating all the way back to uh, the Oklahoma City bombing and Merrick Garland's involvement in it. I'm going to bury freaking Merrick Garland, who covered up the U.S. government's involvement in the Oklahoma City bombing. And here he is going through step by step from o Oklahoma City bombing, right? Waco, Ruby Ridge, Oklahoma City bombing. Of course, the CIA's very own Bill Barr that came in and represented Lon Horiuchi to avoid accountability for the shooting of Vicki Weaver. 
and these people run these operations called Operation PatCon. It's coming out, folks. The truth is not only going to set us free, but there's now judges that are being forced through the disclosure by federal agents, Larry Wooten, 250 pages that judges are now having to say that the government provoked intentionally a confrontation intentionally ran an operation for the purposes of provoking an armed confrontation signed off on by a federal judge. This is all related because all their sources and methods that they deployed back then, okay, were employed at a bigger level to overthrow the United States of America and the color revolution known as January 6th. Listen to this. Here's your FBI. As a part of the major incident team investigation, Oregon State Police Crime Lab forensic scientists examined the truck driven by Mr. Finnegan and found four distinct bullet holes, three of which we have already gone over with you. To refer to this diagram, these are the three prior shots that we had discussed. This is the fourth shot that they found into the roof of the truck. In the early stages of the investigation, we could not explain the fourth shot into the roof of the truck or its trajectory, given the placement of the Oregon State Police Troopers at the time. We had conclusive evidence that the Oregon State Police Troopers fired six shots, the three that hit the truck and the three that hit Mr. Finnegan. During the course of our investigation, we discovered evidence that an FBI HRT operator fired two shots as Mr. Finnegan exited the truck, and one shot hit the truck. The footage from Ms. Cox's camera confirms this. Neither of these two shots fired by FBI HRT operators struck Mr. Finnegan. The HRT operators were interviewed on the evening of January 26th and again on February 5th and 6th during the investigation by the major incident team. A particular concern to all of us is that the FBI HRT operators did not disclose their shots to our investigators, nor did they disclose specific actions they took after the shooting. They covered it up. The failure by HRT operators to disclose that they fired shots during this contact and actions they took after the shooting are the subject of an ongoing investigation by both the Deschutes County Sheriff's Office and the Inspector General of the United States Department of Justice. The Inspector General is a separate department of the Department of Justice responsible for investigating this misconduct by Department of Justice personnel. I want to be clear where the process goes from here. The investigation remains open and in the hands of the Deschutes County Sheriff's Office. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to repeat it again. If I'm going to repeat this again. In 2024. Leading up to 2024. I'm going to take Deb Jordan off the screen because she's not. Well, yes, she is. She's going to be my wife. She's with me on this one. This is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to put a warning out right now. 
to the deep state, all right? I'm going to build an army right now of people that are going to support us, all right? And I want to ask you guys right now, and by the way, I have insurance policies. Number one, we caught them. Number two, a judge has said that they did all this stuff for the purpose of provoking an armed confrontation. This entire thing was a government operation that the media worked in coordination with the, the spy agencies known as the FBI. And guess what else? We now have information that the intel services is all I'll say, and we caught them, right? We have, we've had all this information. We have a federal agent that has come forward with 250 pages that it's now been deemed by a court order that this stuff is going for. It's going to become the largest, and I mean the largest, tort case against the U.S. government and U.S. history. Okay? So if, come bust my door down. But I'm going to tell you this right now. For the rope fund, if you can support me, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to take some of these thumb drives and all the evidence that I've always known existed, okay? And I'm gonna start revealing some of these insurance policies to the American public about how corrupt and murderous and murderous these people, they will stop at nothing. They will assassinate President Trump. They will kill you. They will kill any one of you okie dokes and they will set it up so that they can kill you. They'll set up an ambush of Lavoie Finicum, all right? And we are going to expose them. I want you to invest in our show because in 2024, I am no holds barred. I'm going all out to expose the criminality of Hillary Clinton, of Barack Obama, of Loretta Lynch, who signed off on my arrest warrant by making up a fake witness and a 302 report. We're gonna expose their operation that included in my room, okay? I'm gonna say this, you guys know this too. We got your guy that you sent to room 127. We got your guy nailed. Now you're gonna have to freaking pay. You're gonna have to pay. They're gonna have to pay for every day of false incarceration. Right now it's in the works. That is not even negotiable. It's not even a settlement. They have to pay for false incarceration. Then we're going for the civil claim in the tens of billions of dollars. Okay, that, that's in the works. That takes time. Because this is what they do to the American people. Okay, and, and the media works with them in concert. Say, we don't know how this happened. You sure do. It was all in operation for the purposes of provoking an armed confrontation. I was supposed to be in this convoy where this took place. Shoot me, you shoot me. I'm gonna meet the sheriff. The sheriff is waiting for us. An ambush. So you do as you damn well please. But I'm not going anywhere. Here I am, right there. Right there, put a bullet through it. You understand? The Oregon State Troopers. You back down or you kill me now. 
The Oregon State Troopers were all told that these guys are armed and dangerous. Look at the armed and dangerous women and and Victoria Sharp, the vocalist. I'm going to go meet the sheriff. You do as you damn well, please. Set up into an ambush. I'm going to ask them if they want to go out. What for? Why are we getting out? out? What for? What are we getting out? Who are you? Yeah, who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Oregon State Police. Okay, well, I'm going over to meet the sheriff in Grand County. You can come along with us. And you can talk with us over there. And 450. You can go ahead and shoot me. Put the laser right there. 450 HRT team members dispatched by Comey to protect their Uranium One. Okay, boys. This is going to get real. You want my blood on your hands? Get it done because we got people to see and places to go. No, I don't. You need to back off. You need to back off. Where in the heck is Ambush? Melissa, he didn't get shot yet. People him. shouldn't have ever stopped. Did Ammon? You wasted oxygen, son. Where they, they got a... What? Oh, did they have Brian? Did they arrest him? Shh. I don't know what they did. He shouldn't have got out. I'm not turning over. I'm going into Day County. Well, I'm going if, into Grant County to see the sheriff. Well, if we duck and you drive, what are they going to do? Try to knock us out? How much further the, we got to go? To shoot your tires. We got about 50 miles. Okay. Tell them to approach the vehicle. Okay. The FBI's informant, Mark McConnell, got paid $100,000 to set up this ambush. I can't even see him except the, the guy FBI set this up. got his gun on us. The FBI told the Oregon State Troopers to be fearful. You're going to get shot at. And they were the ones that fired the provocative rounds that set off the Oregon State Troopers. You better realize we got people on the way. You want a blood bath? It's going to be on your hand. We got we're gonna go see the sheriff. Call call Joseph Rice. Uh, better understand how this thing's gonna end. What's the number? I'm gonna be laying down here on the ground with my blood on the street. Well, I'm going to go see the sheriff. We got people on route. Yes, we do. Ladies and gentlemen, this protest was about giving the land that had natural resources back to the people of the states of Harney County. And how did the government respond? With military force. I'm looking just a minute. You need to back down. We don't have any service. We have no service here. Of course not. I was supposed to be in that convoy. They set up the ambush with no service, so I wouldn't stream it. They know there's no service here at all. We should never have stopped. We should never have stopped. I'm going to keep going. Then we have to duck. I know. What are going to do with Ryan? If we take off, you get Ryan back. Shoot your tires out. 
most likely. Okay. Ryan Hammond, where's, where's... Why did they pull you over? There's no service here. Just because. Okay, you ready? Well, where's those amp? Where's the guns? They didn't use jammers. There was no service anywhere. They set it up that way. And you duck down. Give me that camera. You know, people are saying, oh, they used jammers. No, they didn't. Uh, per my discovery, they set mm -hmm. it up to make sure I was supposed to be in that convoy streaming this entire thing. And they set it up in an area that had zero coverage. I wouldn't have been able to get out. There were no jammers. There was nothing out there. They're out in the middle of nowhere. Been between. out there many times. There is nothing. <laughs> no, but it was specifically done. Their their planning operation was to set up the ambush. Mark McConnell was the one that took them through that area. He got paid a hundred thousand dollars to set up this ambush mm -hmm. that you're about to see yeah. right here and murder at, that was provoked by the FBI. Give me this camera. Go. Help. We need help. 
Did they kill him? They killed him. I can see her. I can see her. A loser coming in. They killed Oh, my God. They killed him. Okay. So where's the rest of everyone? Are you okay? Oh, yeah. I can see lasers going by. Where did you get hit? I'm okay. He's got lasers. Keep it down. I can see the laser. If you see a laser, keep it away. Who's going behind me? I don't dare get out because they'll shoot me. No. Okay. No, I conquer that. As a part of the major incident team investigation, Oregon State Police Crime Lab forensic scientists examined the truck driven by Mr. Finnegan and found four distinct bullet holes, three of which we have already gone over with you. To refer you to this diagram, these are the three prior shots that we had discussed. This is the fourth shot that they found into the roof of the truck. In the early stages of the investigation, we could not explain the fourth shot into the roof of the truck. Ladies and gentlemen, in the late stages of the investigation, I'm going to state as follows. That we have them. There's nothing, there's really, I'm going to let the deep staters know. We know about the CIA's involvement. We know about the FBI's involvement. We have a federal whistleblower that has confirmed what we suspected. That when we were out there, we said, why do you have 450 agents here for eight people that went Mm -hmm. into an empty uh, bird farm? Why did you take Pete Santilli and make up uh, a fake witness that said that I conspired with them? Because I didn't. I was opposed to them taking over the bird farm. But I knew what the protest was about, and that is the federal government uh, taking over land on behalf of people like Hillary Clinton to extract the wealth of the American people. $167 trillion in natural resources wealth. That's why they sent 450 agents, because mm-hmm. there's lithium out there, there's gold, there's water, there is uranium. And then they use every means necessary to run an operation that now a federal judge has said that they do that for the purposes of provoking an armed confrontation. Then they use the media to demonize them by calling them angry militia members. They weren't angry. These are godly patriots that got together, made good soup, great barbecue, prayed before everybody on a constant basis and said, we're going to take a stand and we're going to make sure that we make our point. You have this land in violation of the U.S. Constitution, Article 1, Section 8, Clause 17, that says you can only own land for specific purposes outlined in the Constitution. They violated it. They purchased land, they had to deed to it, sure. Did they own it? Sure, but it was in violation of the U.S. Constitution. Mm. And Lavoy Finnicum says, you're not going to benefit from the natural resources wealth and extract it and give it to Hillary Clinton. You're gonna give it to the people of Harney County. And should he dare stand up in that effort? He was shot and killed and they would have slaughtered everyone. And the FBI staged the entire thing. They provoked the entire thing. They ran an operation, deemed people that were connected to 
such a concept of protecting constitution as domestic terrorists. Why? Because now we have them nailed. We have their sources and methods. The reason why they did it in January 6th is because once they call you a domestic terrorist and a election denier, they can surveil you with a FISA warrant, NSA level listening capabilities. That's why they do that. So half of America legally is being surveilled because you're a domestic terrorist. In 2024, I'm going to release a couple of my insurance policies that will bring them to their knees. The criminal cases are gonna be wiped out. The people that were kept in jail, like me, for 619 days are gonna pay, be paid for every day of false incarceration. And then the games will begin. We're gonna sue the Southern Poverty Law Center's involvement as a government actor the Center for Biodiversity as a government actor, FBI informants, operative, setting up the provocation, mm -hmm. working with the FBI, working with the media, all for the purposes of doing what? Protecting the $167 trillion in natural resources wealth. And guess what? Uh, my retribution president is going to come in there and bust that whole freaking game open. He started it in his first term with Ryan Zinke and removing the army headquarters known as the Bureau of Land Management, one of the most corrupt militant outfits that they even, so their people trained some of the World Trade Center bombers. True story. One of the sons of the BLM agent that trained the World Trade Center bombing in 1993 went off to set up a terror training camp and a child sex trafficking operation in New Mexico. These are corrupt people. We're gonna expose the CIA. We're gonna expose the FBI. There's nothing you can do to stop it. If you come and kill me, your worst day happens right then because that's when all of my insurance policies go off. In 2024, we're gonna bring them to their knees. I want you to become an angel investor. Angel 1000 to 844-837-5132. We're not just gonna come here and report the news. Mm. We're gonna bring these bastards to their knees. Well, it just got worse. They expanded the, uh, the NDAA. Of course, of course. They passed we're going, it. We're going, we're going to throw them all out on the front porch. It doesn't matter what they pass and what they do. We're in the danger zone right now. And, and I'm gonna put the word out right now that that the deep state better start panicking right now. In 2024 on election day, that's gonna be well after we destroy you with the truth. Mm. So help me God. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I, I need your support. Uh, I have already laid my life off. I was supposed to be in that convoy. Deb Jordan had guns pointed in her face. We're not gonna stop. You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna quadruple down because 2024 is the most important year where we put them out of business, we will outlaw communism forever. So right now, if you will invest in us, you're gonna get a return on your investment in more ways than you can ever imagine. We're gonna do everything we can to save our country. So help me God, I promise you, our best days, I can promise you and guarantee you a certain thing. This one I can guarantee you, our best days are yet to come. Amen.
text ANGEL1000 to 844-837-5132. This is serious business, folks. We say that they will kill us, right, to stop us. They've already done that. They've killed lots of us. They killed 600,000 with COVID. They released a bioweapon. Hunter Biden? Nobody mentions Biota. I wonder why. How come Congress doesn't mention Biota? Because they're part of the cover-up of Metabiota. And the bioweapons labs in Ukraine. Let's go. Let's do this. DJ Beast, he says, watch your six. Don't worry about that. They already know. I have insurance policies. We're going to get paid now. They're going to want to cover this up. Trust me. You want to cover up the CIA's involvement? Send me a freaking check. How about that? Because it's coming. The cover-up will continue, except I'm going to take cash. And then I'm going to use it to destroy you. George Soros style. Tune in this afternoon to LFA. I'm going to drop a couple of 